0: Welcome to the On Tolbert Show I'm your host, On Tolbert This is a special live edition of Saturday Night Live um, It's been a little while since we were, you know We uh, we had some challenges, you know what I mean We'll talk about, you know, everything that's been going on um, But it's good to be back live with you tonight Courtney, what's going on with you tonight? You're, you good?
1: Hey, I'm good, how are you?
0: It feels great, man I feel I feel great It feels great to be back here um, you know, we uh I mentioned the other day that we uh I don't even wanna to say too much, man. I don't wanna I don't wanna jinx anything, you know what I mean? But <laughs> right. I'll say I'll put it like this. We did a classic show for you guys on, on Wednesday night. I was uh under the weather. I'm still you know, I just have allergies around this time, so I'm always a little congested around this time of the year, but I ended up getting uh like the flu or something last week so we were out a whole week, aired some really classic uh specials. We return live on this past Wednesday to talk about the Boston bombings, all right? We approach that topic, that subject, uh, that, that tragedy from from a very real perspective, from a from a perspective that you guys are not going to see and have not seen reported on the, on the mainstream news. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. So if you missed it, check out the archives and, and all archive shows on iTunes as well as at com. Uh, Courtney, would you real quick? Any uh, before we jump into it? That, well, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it too much, but that was a—I mean—that I, was a good show. Hey, what, 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 how did it? Um, I think we may have some technical difficulties with Courtney trying to get her back real quick. But look, guys, if you missed it, all I'm gonna say is watch the news, listen to that show, and you will see uh, a huge difference from a from a real perspective from a from a a biblical perspective but really just from a real perspective here we go Courtney. what's going on with you what do you think about that particular show
1: oh i really um i really love the show it was just very informative especially you know we covered things that weren't shown on the news um and so i thought it was life changing it was great and i really enjoyed being a part of it i actually um I actually tried to explain this to a couple of people I worked with and they just were looking at me like weird because a lot of people are believing what they see on TV. And it's crazy how much we really don't, a lot of people don't know what's really going on.
0: And that's just, you know, it's funny. I I had a similar experience. But, you know, unfortunately that's just the nature of, Of of life, that's the society that we live in People have become conditioned to go with what's popular What is mainstream, what is commercial uh, What is politically correct And, you know, unfortunately that's taken away from, you know, people's minds There's not as much of a need to use your mind Nowadays you get news updates from your phone, Facebook, Twitter You know what I'm saying, the internet It's like everything is spoon-fed to you and the and the need to actually think for yourselves has a lot of times gone by the wayside. So, um, you know, man, I don't even want to get it too deep into it because we did three hours of that on Wednesday. But there, like I said, there's so much out there that uh that you know that people have been misinformed about. Uh, today's show, tonight's show, and all shows are brought to you by Talbert Relationship Counseling. You guys need any type of counseling advice? help, anything you're going through, email Daydon or Courtney at trctoday.com. Hit us up. For more information, visit trctoday.com or call eight five five fifty five 55 and toll-free anywhere in the world. I want to jump into it, man. I want to jump into it. We've been doing some really good shows outside of the Boston bombing over the last uh, several weeks. If anybody missed that, Tyler Perry. Special. A lot of people, they email me They say, well, you know, Dana, I'm a new listener You know, I haven't been able to tune in like I want to Where would you recommend me starting? I say, pick a show, any show, click play You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every show's A good show. Every show's a classic show nowadays So, but, the, but that Tyler Perry Temptation special was classic uh, We did the How to Love a Black Woman the Right Way show. One of the, uh, That was the Last show we did before we took that break, so A lot of good shows, a lot of good information uh, Given out there uh, Tonight is is going to be an an ask data on advice edition of the data on show. <clears throat> it it is you know no topic is off limits. We're not going to focus on any one particular topic. We're just going to talk about a lot of everything. This is that show you guys have been waiting for. This is that show we've been trying to do for a couple weeks. Just, I mean from the oh man, I mean the the the, the DMX uh, interview with with you know with the chick Courtney. What's her name? I always get Iyanla.
1: Iyanla, Iyanla. Iyanla.
0: Ian Van and we're going to talk about that foolishness because I've been, mm, I've been itching, <laughs> been itching to talk about that man, itching. Then we're going to talk about that craziness. We're going to uh-huh. talk about this new K Michelle song. Talking about some, I just want to mo- listen, guys. Y- you've heard this show. A lot of you've been listening for several years. This is our sixth year on the air. We've talked about a lot of songs. We've dissected lyrics of a lot of songs, and this is by far. The most ridiculous song it is, but more importantly, it it really epitomizes what the concept of emotional unavailability is all about. I mean, Courtney, you you know what you know that concept is about better than anybody. That term, have you ever heard a a, a, a more emotionally unavailable anthem than that
1: song? No, I haven't. That song is so ridiculous. I actually didn't even get to listen to the whole thing because my computer caught a virus trying to listen to it, and well, it shut off. So I didn't have any business trying to look at it in the first place. But yeah, that's crazy. It just shows where she is emotionally.
2: Yeah, it, it,
0: but you know, the funny thing is that here's the irony of that. You know, in fact, if you guys are noticing a trend, we're seeing a a, a major trend in in those types of Songs, you know. We talked briefly the other day, and we'll spend a little bit more time talking about that Wale song. Um, you know, it's entitled "Bad," where the chick is talking about, you know, I, I'll be bad to you. You know, what she said? What the heck did she say, man? I've never, i never been I'm in about
1: love.
0: i never made love, or she never, yeah, something like that. She never made yeah, love never, before. Yeah, I never made love, but I sure know how to, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Know how yeah. To and it's like, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Like, it's. I get it, you know what I'm saying. I, I understand that where that come from, where that comes from. That is a real emotion. That is a real way of thinking. It comes from a place of being hurt. It comes from. I mean, it comes from a lot of places. You know, not getting the, you know love as a, as a child usually from the father not having someone to tell them that you're special, you're beautiful, you know, you, you are God's child. You know, These are things that my, me and my siblings grew up hearing every day, but a lot of people, a lot of women did not have that. And so, you know, as a result of that emotional unavailability, they are attracting the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players who are saying, whoa, you've got a padlock around your heart, okay? Your heart is guarded. You have an emotional wall up. So I'm not going to try to find the key to your heart to try to love you. You know, but you know, K okay, Michelle, she's a you know nice looking woman. The chick in the video, she's a nice looking woman, very attractive woman. So when people see those those pretty faces, those nice bodies, they they go right for what they what they see. You know, they go for the body. Now a lot of women aren't hoes per se. You know, they don't just give their body to anybody. So what what happens is they end up lowering that guard temporarily because somebody acts as if. They like them or they're interested in them or they see a future with them. And as you let the guard down, anytime you let a guard down, okay, you, you have the potential. You, you become vulnerable, which where you, which brings about the potential to be hurt. And so after having been hurt so many times, after having lowered the guard that was already up from being hurt, lowering the guard again and getting nothing back, In fact, in fact, getting hurt, you know, numerous times, It's like That will put you into a mindset of saying, look, I don't even want to have sex. You know, excuse me, I don't want to make love. I don't want love. I don't want a relationship. I just want to have sex. I just want to, you know, in fact, I mean, how many celebrities have we seen do that? Halle Berry, after going through all her drama, said, I'm never getting married. Remember that, Courtney?
1: Yeah. She said, I'm never getting
0: married. That's it. You know, and obviously she's, you know, reneged on that. But for a while, that that's where she was at. She just ended a bad relationship. I'm never getting married. One of the most beautiful women in the, in the history of the world saying, I'm done with love. Serena Williams, after being hurt by Drake, by Common, you know, a couple of white guys said, I'm done with men. I'm not dating for 10 years. You know, and I think she now obviously that, that wasn't true. But you see what I'm saying? A lot of women say that. They say, I'm done with love, but they're not done with sex. How many women are single but not celibate? You know what I'm saying? We see a lot of that. How many women have said, oh, I'm done with relationships, but you're not done with flings? And that's what has, has plagued this society. Everybody talks about why can't I find a man? Why can't I find a man? Specifically in the black community with black women, nobody wants to talk about the emotional unavailability. Nobody wants to talk about the cycle of being hurt. Nobody wants to talk about depression. Nobody wants to talk about the suicide rate specifically amongst African-American women in the black community. It's very high. I personally have counseled hundreds of women who are suicidal, specifically caused by being hurt by a man. That's just me personally. Imagine what the national statistics are from black women who have contemplated suicide from being hurt. And nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody is focusing, you know, that's what we do here, but how many other people do what we do? This is the only show in the world, not just in this community, not just in the country, but the only show in the world specifically dedicated to helping black women deal with hurt, pain, and resentment. And the reason, you know, until we see more people, specifically more men, who are passionate about helping women deal with hurt caused by men like us, Back when we were in that player stage, nothing is going to change. Everybody wants to talk about what's going on financially and professionally and educationally, but nobody's talking about what's going on emotionally. One of the things I said the other night uh, on Facebook was, uh, it was uh, some advice directly towards the men. These, These men out here, these fathers, and I don't even like that term because they're sperm donors, they're not really fathers, okay, they 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 are having babies, they know they have children, they are not taking care of their children, you know they are running around having sex, cheating on their their babies' moms, acting like they're going to be with them, but knowing damn well they have no intention of being with them and, and and all of the while these kids are suffering specifically, these little girls are suffering i see and I've counseled well over five hundred women, literally over ninety percent of those women that means. Over 400 women Grew up without a father Or a piss poor example of a father And that's just me personally You know what I'm saying With with Tolbert Relationship Counseling Imagine what it is nationally As far as the millions of black women out here Who have been done by these no good bastards Courtney you, you know women like that In fact you yourself struggle with daddy issues How did you overcome those?
1: Honestly, I I really did. I struggled for so long with that. Um, and it took a while, to to be honest, it took me a while to even admit I had those issues because what I did was I tried to, you know, numb the pain. Like, I was hurting inside, but I would try to cover it up and pretend like it wasn't a problem. And, you know, it wasn't until, you know, through you helping me, God showing things to me, that's when I finally faced reality and said, you know what, something has to change. And I just really honestly... I had to forgive my father because it was not his fault, you know, that things happened the way that they did because I know that my dad loved me. And that gave me comfort and that gave me um, closure and that helped me to heal.
0: Right, right, right. And that's that's what it is. Guys, you know, you know, Courtney, you know, I work with Courtney for a long time helping her overcome these daddy issues, those feelings of self-esteem, uh, insecurities. You know what I mean? And, and that's, you know, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that, in saying, hey, look, I've been hurt. The woman you listen to every night, Courtney, tells you guys every night, you know what I mean, the things that she struggles with and even still struggles with to this day in regards to some things. You know, it's an, it's an ongoing thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just about saying, hey, look, I need some help with this. Don't get out there and talk about, I'm an independent woman, oh, I don't need love, or this and that. No, you do need love. You do need love, ladies. You need love, and you need a man. See, that's a part of the problem in today's society. You will never hear women of other races, not society, the black community. You will never hear, I've never heard women of other races talking about some, I don't need a man. I've been around white people, Asians, I mean, other cultures, whatever. Never heard anyone other than black women talk about, I don't need a man. That comes straight from these black men not loving their daughters. That's where that comes. They say, well, damn it, if I didn't need my father and I turned out okay, I didn't have a father, I I didn't need him, what the heck makes you think I need a man? And that way of thinking is harmful and it's dangerous and it's not of God. Okay, all you... Women who claim you're Christians out there Talking about something I'm independent That's that's Those are satanic views Anything that's not of God is of Satan The Bible clearly says Man is not to be independent from woman Woman is not meant to be independent from man Beyonce comes out with a song called Independent Woman Single Ladies it's These people are making a mockery of God's word you understand that, and they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we talk about that, and we will talk. All this stuff is is straight from the pits of hell. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's how that goes. But you know, like I said, back to these these men out here. We really, I said online, fathers, okay, love and care for your daughters because their future depends on it. And ladies, I'll tell you all this too. If there's a no good dude in your life. All right, and you're saying, well, I'm just going to stay with him for the sake of the kids, that, that, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't stay with a no-good man for the sake of the kids. The fact that you're staying with the no-good man is the reason your kids are going to turn up, jack, turn out jacked up. It's the reason they're going to settle for a no-good nigga out here in the streets, because they saw mommy laid up with a no-good nigga every night. They saw mommy getting beat on by some, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what they saw. If that's what you see every day, if it's good enough for mommy, why isn't it good enough for me? If she stayed with daddy for 10 years, I've only been dealing with this dude for four months. I, I still got some time to go. Maybe I can change him. Guess what? I, I swear I hate when people say that. Look, guys, let me just tell y'all something real quick. I told y'all this was going to be one of those shows. You know what I mean? You can, nobody's changing, you cannot change anybody. And if, even if you do, even if you try to, that person is not of God. The person that God has for you will not be able to be changed. He will not need to be changed. He will be good. Things will be good. The relationship will flow. I'm so sick of people wasting the best years of their lives on these no-good men. How many of you ladies have dealt with this same man from 24 up to 29? And now we're having a conversation at 32, you know, a free emotional availability assessment at 35 years old because of the guy that's been in your life for the last seven years. And I tell you the things that you've already known for the last seven years in regards to you need to leave him alone. You're just calling me for confirmation. I've, I've done hun- hundreds. I've done hundreds of those sessions, and I've read thousands of those situations through Ask on Advice Questions. You understand what I'm saying? Thousands of situations of the same exact thing. And there I say, well, let me just ask you out of curiosity, why did you stay for seven years? Well, I thought I could change him. Well, I do have a fear of being alone, you know. I, I felt like, you know, maybe you know I don't look at myself in the best manner to feel like I deserve better than that. I said, well, he just punched you in the face the other day. So you don't feel as though you deserve better than being punched in the face, you don't feel like somebody could treat you but I don't think I don't believe that anyone out is out there. And that's not the problem. The problem isn't the men out here. The problem is your lack of faith in God. You ever have a lack of faith in God, Courtney?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Definitely. I I really felt like I always had to be um, just surrounded by people instead of leaning on God. So whether that be friends or even men, like I've always felt like I had to have somebody in my life in some capacity because I was just afraid, you know, and fear is the opposite of faith. So, yeah, I can definitely relate to that 100%.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm Yeah, looking at these lyrics right here. Oh,
1: I'm gosh. Looking,
0: oh, man, Courtney. <laughs> man. I don't even want to read them, Courtney. I I'm, I definitely don't want to, I'm not going to play this song. I'm not going to play this song. All right? Yeah, nasty. But, Yeah, here's the thing. When you have, it, it, for, let me, we can jump right into it. You know, we're going to jump right around. And we'll take calls, too, as well, 646 366 Hit the number one on your keypad. <sighs> boy, oh, boy, but boy, boy. Where, where do we start here? You know, the, the reality is, you know, first of all, let me give you a little background. K Michelle is, for those of you who don't watch it, a R and B singer. She is one of the castmates on the, uh, excuse me, Love and Hip Hop, and it's interesting. You know, they do a really good job of finding people who are going to be, you know, in addition to the cast, to bring a certain level of I don't even want to say drama because that's I mean that's a given. It's not even drama. It's emotional <clears throat> distress. Okay, I mean these women. I mean, from look at just look at. The, I mean, who who we're talking about here? You got your Nene Leakes, you know, who is in an abusive situation. Um, we actually interviewed her. I had her as a guest on this show a couple of years ago, before she blew up. If you missed that interview, Google Google Nene Leakes on the Daton Tolbert show, and you can hear us talk about her experiences with domestic violence, her experiences with being a stripper and, and, and all types of uh, issues from her past that you don't really hear a lot about uh rep- you know reported today um but you've got people like her women like her you've got your Evelyn Lazada who is obviously dealing with a lot of daddy issues hurt anger pain resentment towards her father uh you got your Chrissy you know who you know grew up without a father without parents you know just anger mad let me look I mean every they all look how angry these women are Angry Nene, you know Chrissy, Evelyn fighting. You know what I'm saying? Mimi, from loving, uh, loving. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, loving hip hop Atlanta. Like just fighting and mad and cussing for no reason. Tahiri pissed off at her father. How many more examples do we need to see? You know what I'm saying? Everybody says, oh, these show. You watch that trash. What do you mean you watch that trash? That this is real life stuff here. I talk to all these women every day. Do I know? Do I actually talk to these women? No, of course not. But I talk to women literally just like them, dealing with the same exact issues, walking out with the same hurt, pain, and anger directed towards their father. And what what the what a lot of people don't know, what a lot of women don't understand is that, ladies, you're saying, okay, yeah, I hate that nigga. I hate my father. He didn't give me any love. He ran out on us. I saw him last day. He walked right by. I mean, you know, one woman told me straight up. She called her father. She found out where he was. Never had a relationship with him. She found out where he was. She called him, and when she called him, she said, "You know, hey, uh, I'm trying to reach so and so." She he said, "You're speaking." She said, "Hey, um, I'm your daughter." No, he hung up right on her. He just hung up. Yeah. He says, "Oh, okay," and just hung up. That was that. Can you imagine how that would affect some women, Courtney?
1: Oh, that's got to hurt. Like that would really hurt um me so i know it really hurt her and that's what that's where a lot of those you know that anger and you know that hurt comes from and we take that out on other people when really we just have unresolved issues toward our fathers
0: right right that's it and and what i was going to say is that when you have those unresolved issues you're you're still those issues don't stop you from still seeking love those issues don't stop you from, you know, giving out your number and dating and even getting into relationships. You know, it causes you to have a wall up. It causes you to not let people in, but it won't stop you from having sex and doing a whole bunch of wild things. In fact, a lot of you have become numb to the pain. You've become numb to it. So, you know, you've you've cried for so long. You've cried for so much. It's like, you know, no tears will even come out. So what ends up happening is you end up, you know, just being like, you know, the Walking Dead out here, you know, mindless zombies just walking around, you know, having sex, going out, doing the, the same things over and over and over again, and you can't figure out why you're having the same result. It's because you never dealt with the problem, and you know you can't you can't do that and expect to have uh, success. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions about men is is that you guys think that. All we're interested is in is one thing. You think that the body, a lot of women focus a lot on their physical appearance, on their outer appearance. But what they don't understand is that men looking for wives are more concerned with what's on the inside. Now, don't get I was telling somebody today, you know, don't get it twisted. If a man is looking for a jump off. Okay, if he's looking for someone to, to, you know, strictly have sex with, you know, we're going to be looking at that, you know, what that body is like, you know, what that ass is like, you know, just be real with y'all. This Saturday Night Live, no need to front, no need to sugarcoat. We going, we want to see what what you working with. Shout out to Marv. He said what you want to see what she was twerking with. You know what I mean? In the group, insiders for all the, the members of the, the group. You know what I'm saying? And that's that, but. Ladies, that's not that's not it. That's not what we look for in a wife. I wasn't worried about what, what my wife was, was was twerking with. It didn't matter how low she could drop it to the floor. It didn't matter how much she could back that you know what I'm saying that thing up. That those things are not important to men looking for wives, looking for mothers of their children, looking for partners. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not it. We're looking for women who are emotionally available, women who are emotionally stable, confident, and free of any hurt, pain, or resentment. Does that mean that you've never been hurt? Does that mean you've never been through anything? Does that mean your father was always in your life? No, it doesn't have to mean that. What I'm saying is you have to have dealt with those issues. You can't, You. can't. It's okay to have been hurt. The question is, are you still dealing with hurt? A young woman posted in the group today. How do I, you know, when do I give out my number? How do I know when the time is to start dating? But she just posted earlier in that the day talking about how hurt she is, how how mad she is at the world. And but she's at, she's asking about when to date. The time is never to date. You don't date until you dealt with those issues. Dating while you're going through hurt, pain, and resentment. Dating while you're in an emotionally unavailable state is only going to result. And you're attracting the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players of the world. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You will never attract the right man. This theory, it's all it's it's foolproof. Everybody thinks they can be the exception to the rule. Unless you are 100 percent emotionally available, you it's not it's not going to work out. I've counseled well over 500 women, Courtney. Ask me how many. Women I've counseled who were emotionally available at the first time we spoke? Oh, I think I might have muted Courtney. He's like, I'm sorry, Courtney. Go ahead.
1: I was saying zero.
0: Big fat zero.
1: (laughs) Right. None of them.
0: Zero. Over 500 women, not one was emotionally available. Mm -hmm. Not one. Okay. In fact, I'll even go as far as to say they're most likely. I mean, you sh- I'll put it like this. You and I've done this before. You if you're single, we need to talk. Okay? I don't know what you guys think you're listening to. I don't just give advice. I don't just counsel. I change people's lives. Courtney Highlands changes people's lives. Okay? If you're single, I'll put it like this. Great women do not stay single for long. Everybody thinks you, you. Oh, I'm just wait. I'm waiting on God. Everybody's waiting on God. You'll be waiting a long time. It's kind of like waiting. You you got cancer, but you're thinking everything is good. But you just don't know you have cancer. You can think you're good all you want, but if you have a tumor growing inside you, it's just a matter of time until you die unless you get it taken care of. That's how emotional unavailability is. A lot of these issues that 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 I uncover. Are, are deep rooted And go all the way back to childhood And you've really got to You know what I'm saying you you got to explore that If if you want you know a chance at love the, the and Just real quick We rebroadcasted the other night About a week ago The definition of emotional availability Hopefully everybody tuned into that uh, If you missed it in a nutshell No it's not in a nutshell You need to listen to that show if you missed it No ifs, ands, or buts That was the most important show We've ever done and will ever do because it's the foundation of finding love. You 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 can't have love without emotional availability, period. You know what I mean? 100% emotional availability. And so, so just think about that, guys. Think about that. Let's keep it moving, though, Courtney. I mean, I, I want to talk about, you know me, I, I'll go on about that all night, Courtney. <laughs> yes, you will.
2: <laughs> you definitely you will. Ever, you, uh, are we sorry, gonna were you going to say something about gonna...
1: that? Yeah, I just was going to say that's something I can relate to. Um, just the emotional unavailability and being impatient Um, during that process. I know a lot of women... You know, they're hurting, just going through some things, but at the same time, you know, they feel lonely at night and they desire that companionship. And, you know, instead of leaning to God, you know, they let the devil get in their ear and say, oh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a problem if you took his number down or you gave him your number. It's not a big deal. It's not like you're having sex with him, you know, stuff like that. And then a lot of us will, you know, give in to that. And the next thing you know, we're involved with a man in, in a situation that is not good for us. At all, just very detrimental to our emotional health, and then we're wondering what happened. So that's why it's just very important just to be patient and just work on ourselves and trust God. And I think that that trust and that faith is the those two are the key factors.
0: Absolutely. Shout out to Erin in the group. She said she you know requoted me. I talk about this all the time. She said, "Ladies, you need love and you need a man." Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 funny because, and just to kind of go back to that real quick, I always tell you guys that the first step in finding love. Everybody says, "Well, I want love," but nobody needs a man. Well, how do you need you want love, but you don't need a man? That doesn't make sense. I need I need my wife. My wife needs me. See how easy that was? It wasn't hard. I don't feel like less of a man because I said that. We need each other, and I think that a lot of people, you know, not even people, a lot of women out there. Have been so hurt, they have developed a defense mechanism that says, "Well, I don't need anybody. You know, I don't need my father. I don't need a man. I don't need anything. I'm good by myself." And you know, obviously, throw the whole Beyonce syndrome in there. You know, women have adopted that that, that foolishness. You know, and a funny, the funny here's the irony in that. Here's the irony. You guys wonder why? Like Beyonce is literally miserable. You know what I mean? Like she's shout out to Nakia posting lyrics that were written by her and, you know, in regards to, you know, some things that are going on inside her. Um, you know, she's making videos, um, you know, crying out for help. But but even aside from all that, I know Beyoncé's out there. See see what a lot of y'all don't realize is that women like her, the successful, the overly sexual you know, like the just the, the I mean, I don't even know what to say. The overly sexual, the freaks exhibiting whorish behavior, being you know the freaks talking about what they could do to a man. See, what a lot of women don't realize is, you know, those women are whores behind closed doors. That's what a lot of people don't think. The like I know, and I want to. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I have I I personally <laughs> have like have smudged out if I can use that terminology, the Beyonce, many Beyonce's of the world, okay? The women who are adored by millions, well, not millions, but you guys get my point, by, like, a lot of people. Like, they're well-known, they're popular, they're well-liked, they give off all this, all this overly, uh, you know, professional and successful vibe, you know, the classy, the well-dressed, the well-spoken, the educated, I mean, Beyonce is not educated, but you guys get my point. You know, I'm talking about the PhDs, the, the judges, the lawyers, the doctors. I'm not talking about the high school dropouts like Beyonce, but you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the actual, like, really successful women out there. Those are some of the, but the ones who are serious, the ones with daddy issues, you know what I'm saying? The Beyonce type of daddy issues. Beyonce has no relationship with her father. Y'all, we we've got an opportunity to see how that has played out over the years. Do you think she doesn't cry? Her she knows that she is basically has sold her soul to Satan for for whatever. But a lot of people say, "Well, okay, well I haven't sold my soul." But a lot of women, really, you have to a certain extent. How many of you have sacrificed so much to put yourselves through school? How many of you have sacrificed so much? To get that promotion at the job, the forty hour you know the eighty hour a work uh work weeks you know sacrificing so much blood sweat, and tears, and you've you've given so much even to a man that you don't have you you know I'm mean? always told me never give so much of yourself to a man, wait, never give so much to a man that you lose yourself. How many of you can relate to it see beyonce has given so much of herself to her career, you know what I mean that you know she's sacrificed a lot i mean that's just on a, a worldly level we all know she's actually physically and emotionally and spiritually sold her soul to satan for, for to become the richest and most successful entertainer in the world okay this is the, this is what we're seeing here but what I, my point is i know women like that and i i have seen firsthand the the effects of that it tra- A lot of it translates into the bedroom A lot of people, a lot of women are listening Like, what is he talking about? The fellas know what I'm talking about You guys know, I mean, come on, trust me A lot of this stuff gets, ends up on tape What am I saying so I'm clear? Be clear, ladies Some of the most successful and, and, and respected women out here Are some of the most hurt women out here And when you have a hurt woman A lot of times they they block out the hurt Or try to block out the hurt With a good orgasm They take it out in the bedroom And some of the most promiscuous women The least respectable women Are often the most respectable you, you 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 see what I'm saying guys? Courtney do you know what I'm talking about? So I don't know why I keep doing that, Courtney. I keep putting you on freaking mute. Go ahead, Courtney.
1: No, that's okay. <laughs> no, I was just saying, yeah, I do um I definitely do notice that like that trend. Um, you know, a lot of women just really being just really hurt and not, you know, being able to deal with that hurt and pain effectively and just really thinking that sex is going to solve all the problems when in fact it makes it worse. You know, because at the end of the day We still, we're women You know, we're nurturing And we have hearts and feelings So even though we'll try to act like Oh, you know, it's not a big deal It's just sex It's it's definitely more than that Because those feelings come along with it
2: Right, right
0: Here's the issue here that I have A lot of people don't understand the issues Or many of the issues that I have um, With a lot of these women that we talk about and a lot of people, you say, well, who is a classy, respectable woman, you know, that you look up to? Who are most women going to say, Courtney? If they had to, if they had to name somebody, um, I think it's pretty clear, you know. And I'll just go ahead and start it off. Like, I think we all can agree that most women would would name Michelle Obama. Okay. They say, well, she's classy, she's married to the President of the United States, she is, you know, attractive. And, you know, here's the thing, you can't be, you can't view yourself and and classify yourself as being a class act and a respectable woman if you hang out with and you co-sign a whore. Okay, we defined what a whore is when we did our Tyler Perry special. We gave you guys Webster's de- uh, definition. We gave you guys the, uh, Jesus Christ's definition. Okay, the Bible's definition. So, and you can't do that. It's called guilty by association. And recently, Michelle Obama was quoted as saying, and this is, and I quote here: uh, Beyonce is the ultimate example of a truly strong African-American woman, okay? The She said, this chick said, the ultimate example. So then my question would be, well, okay, if a woman who hangs around and straddles a stripper pole and, and, and talks about engaging in one-night stands and having niggas pay her bills – and doing all types of stuff, and, and throwing demonic and satanic imagery in her music and her performances and things like that, and talks about how she doesn't need a man for anything other than sexual. Per- I mean, you know, so many things. Well, you know, what 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 is Rosa Parks? You know, if 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 beyond if that's what she does, if that's what Beyonce does, exhibits horish behavior, showing off her crotch, smacking her own ass making herself horny on stage, like, if that's, you know, the ultimate example of a strong black woman, well, what was Harriet Tubman? What's Maya Angelou? What's my mom? What was my grandma? Like, what? what, what who were they? Who were, like, classy women of the world, like the Angela Bassett's, you know what I'm saying? Sonia Sanchez. You know what I'm saying? I'm just curious. I mean, I, I mean, even Lauren Hill, for for that matter. You know what I'm saying? I'll put her up there before I, you know, before I say, you know, Beyonce. You know, and it's crazy. I'm just asking, Courtney. Does that even make sense?
1: No, like that's crazy that she would say something like that. Well, not really crazy because it's all a part of the <laughs> a part of the plan, but um, and and it's working because people really are looking up to Beyonce and look and viewing her as a strong black woman, and um, that's a problem.
0: Oh, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem out here in uh, in today's society. Let me let me let me tell you why I have a problem with. Beyoncé with Rihanna with Nicki Minaj, you know, with all these these people who are who are directly influencing our youth. Okay, see that's what a lot of people don't and I actually said on the other night, I said if parents would actually be parents, then we wouldn't have these, you know, these our kids Looking up to these entertainers as role models and idols—that is a fact, okay. Parents do need to be parents, okay. I get that. However, that does not excuse—you know what I'm saying? These entertainers—that does not—you don't—that know, doesn't just let them off the hook. You can't say, "Oh, you're a great woman. You you do this and you do that." You know what I'm saying? But you still exhibit whorish behavior, and you're directly influencing our kids to be whores. Little kids now think it's okay to twerk. Little kids think it's okay to take ass shots and post them on Instagram to dress up in blonde wigs trying to be Beyonce. And I'm about to tell you where I'm going with this. See, See, people say, well, why do you have a problem with women and people who do that? who ha who Why do you have a problem with people who are influencing these kids? That's not for the entertainers to take responsibility for. That's for the parents, oh, but that's what you don't realize because this is what Jesus Christ says right here in mark nine forty two This is what the Bible says. It says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, okay, it would be better for them. If a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into a sea, into the sea. you understand what that quote is saying? What that biblical scripture is saying? See that right there? That doesn't let Beyonce off the hook because parents aren't being parents. She still will be responsible. She will spend eternity with a millstone around her. She'll wish she had a millstone around her neck and she was thrown into That's That's how bad hell is. This said, it says it would be, <laughs> it would be better for them. Okay, wow. if they threw that, that they didn't even say that was their fate. That's what y'all don't realize. Y'all don't. A lot of people don't read the Old Testament to understand. That's why For a long time in my life, I did not understand, and I really struggled with this. I had no idea why people said you should fear God. I didn't understand that. I never understood what that meant to say I have the fear of God. I'm a God-fearing man. I said, "Well, you know, I love God. You know, I I appreciate him for dying on the cross for my sins, but I don't I'm not scared of God." But honestly, that's before I opened up the Old Testament.
2: <laughs> you know what
0: I mean? That's before I understood the, the wrath of God. Now, clearly, we don't we don't have to worry about the wrath of God the way people in the Old Testament had to worry about the wrath of God you know because that's why Jesus Christ died for our sins that's the good news it's good news and bad news the good news is we don't have to worry about that because Jesus died for our sins but the bad news is you've got to worry about it in hell you've got to worry about it on judgment day you understand you will be judged all that stuff Beyonce, what did Beyonce say in that new commercial? Courtney, you ever hear it? Don't worry about your past, live for now. Yeah, you know that's a, satan- a satanic uh, uh, ideology, right?
1: Yeah, I did. Yep. That's
0: straight. That is straight from the Church of Satan. I'm not. Mm-hmm. not I want y'all to like, like confuse it. Like that's what I like. I'm being literal. I'm not just saying that's satanic. That is literally a satanic doctrine from the Church of Satan. Live for now. That comes straight from the Church of Satan. That's one of their principles. You know what I'm saying? That's their whole way of thinking. Is there is no heaven, there is no hell, there is no God. You know, and 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 to show that they're really we don't respect God, we are going to make a mockery of God. So you know what? Just kind of do whatever you want to do. If it's not, if it's you know, they take the Bible and they say, "Okay, we got X, Y, and Z biblical principles." Okay, this is what God says to do. So you guys do the opposite, and in doing the opposite, do your best to make a mockery of, of, of biblical principles. That and see, a lot of people have no idea what I'm talking about because they have they don't they have no idea what Satanism is truly about. I have studied Satanism for hours and hours and hours. I've spent countless hours studying. The ideologies of Satanism. What that some people? Mean, well, well, why do you do that? They don't. Well, because there's no way that you can educate people on the evil of the word, the Bible of the world. The Bible says you should hate evil, do good, and hate evil. Well, how can you hate evil if you don't even know how to identify it when you see it? You know what I'm saying? You can't even. You can't do that. You can't educate people. You can't save people. You can't fight evil. If it's right in front of your face and people are calling it Beyonce, you can't fight it if they're calling it American Idol. Bible clearly says, thou shalt not worship make idols before me you know don't there you should put nothing before me, do not worship anything you should don't have idols. Well, we have American Idol. This country was literally built on demonic and satanic mathematical equations. Said, really? Washington DC is one big salute to Satan. Obama's yeah. inaugural inaugural throne. He brought he brought his <laughs> inaugural uh stage, the platform that he said he was uh he was sworn in on, he hand built that stage to model the throne of Satan. A lot of people say what what do you mean by that? What are you saying? You're saying our pre- the president built a throne of Satan? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Google Obama's throne of Satan. And then research the the historical significance of the, the 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 layout of Obama's platform that he was sworn in on. It models perfectly after a historical throne of Satan that that Satanists throughout the course of time have used.
2: Well, people say, "Oh,
0: I didn't know that. They didn't. They don't show that on CNN. How would well, How would I know exactly?" <laughs> you know what I mean What's wrong with people Courtney
1: They're just not Educating themselves They're I mean we psychos Yeah they They don't know They're ignorant Of all of the stuff That's going well, on
0: Well here's the thing though Here's the thing I don't even have a problem With people who are ignorant
2: mm-hmm. I
0: don't even have a problem With ignorance Because the definition Of ignorance Is You, you don't know Because there was a time Where I was ignorant You know And people like Nakia and some other key people really introduced me to 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 you know research. Not even, I mean, they showed me certain things, but they encouraged me to research on my own. And that's what I you know, I don't, I don't, you know, me. I don't believe anything that anybody says without researching it on my own. Just like I wouldn't expect you guys just to, to you know take my word for this stuff. You know, it's like Levar Burton says, but don't take my word for it. Read for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. We, we Google, throne of Satan. This stuff is all out there. You know what I mean? Google, the, the you know, satanic makeup of, of Washington, D.C., the Washington Monument. You know, so like I said, I don't have a problem with ignorance because that just means you, you, were un, you weren't introduced to it. But now that you've been introduced to it, don't stay ignorant. That's the stupidest thing you could do is, is hear information and then say, I don't care about it. Somebody says, well, what do you mean? You don't like Beyonce? Beyonce's in the Satanism. So what do? You, why do you say that? And then someone will give them information, and then they'll still sit there and act like they don't see what you just told them. You know what I'm saying? Don't listen to this show and then act like you don't know what's going on. You know, if, if anything, research what we're talking about. So let's keep that moving. So I just want to throw that. But this is a, this scripture right here is crazy. If anyone... I don't, the Bible says, look, I don't care who you were talking about Beyonce, Obama, Michelle Obama. If anyone causes one of these little ones, these little children, these little girls to want to twerk it out, these little girls to want to be booty licious, these little girls to put on blonde wigs, show off their breasts, get paw print tattoos, you know what I'm saying? If anyone causes one of these little ones who believes in me, these little girls, a lot of them, they grow up in church. A lot of these little ones, they want to be the president of the United States. They look up to the first black president. They thought it was all only going to be a dream. They thought that we would never have a black president. And now that we have a black president, these little ones are looking up to the president of the United States, just like I was a few years ago when I was still ignorant. This is how the, how detrimental it is, and Satan knows this. He knows that these little ones look up to the president. They look up to what he says. They look up to what he does. They look up to who he's friends with, who he shakes hands with, who he hugs, who he associates himself with publicly. And Michelle Obama said Beyonce, a woman who shows off her nipples for the world to see, has... Costumes, handmade, with nipples the size of grapefruits, showing off her crotch, being a freaking whore, and these little ones are looking up to her and worshiping the ground she walks on because Michelle Obama and Barack Obama co-sign that crap. Somebody says, why do you get so mad about that? I say, because Jesus Christ is mad about it. He says, if anyone... Causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, then it would be better for them to throw a large millstone. Do you guys know what a millstone is? It's a huge freaking rock. That's all you need to know. To get a big, the biggest rock you can think of, tie it around somebody's neck and throw it in the sea. He says it's better for that to happen than for you to influence our little ones the same exact way. As Beyonce is doing, the same way Michelle Obama is doing. I was watching Nick Jr. Michelle Obama is dancing around with these little kids who love her. How do you dance around with little kids or Nick Jr. one minute, but then love and cosign of the a, a, a freaking whore? You know, you understand what I'm saying to you? That that's you know that's a, that's. A, you know, there's going to be a price to pay for that. And it says so right here in Mark 9:42. That verse, Courtney, and we can keep it moving, but that's, uh, this is some really deep stuff, man. A lot of people think this stuff is a joke. A lot of people think God is a joke. God is not a joke, and he is not to be mocked. Just like these people are doing out here, telling people to bow down. We know we already talked about what bow down really means. You know what I'm saying? It's bow down to Satan the same way he, did. Satan himself, told Jesus Christ to bow down. He did not respect Jesus. He did not see him as God. He said, look, I will give you all the riches of the world if you bow down before me. That's what Satan Satan told Jesus, bow down, bitch. That's what Satan said to Jesus. Satan said, no, I ain't no bitch. I'm not bowing down, Satan. Beyonce said, bow down, bitches, telling everybody to bow down to her because she views herself as a God. That's why she calls herself I Am. God, guess who else calls himself I Am? God calls himself the great I Am. You guys heard the songs. You guys go to church. I Am the great I Am. That's Jesus Christ's name. It's not Beyonce's name. And these people think it's so, you think that's cool? They think that's funny? It won't be funny on Judgment Day deep stuff right here I didn't even plan on talking about this man but this is people need to know the truth.
1: I agree. I agree. And you know it's just it's one of those things where um you know pe like you said the celebrities they they need to take responsibility for their actions. Unfortunately they're not but what I'm realizing is that, you know, kids are very impressionable so, you know, they pay attention to everything. They, you know, they imitate what they see. So, you know, if they're imitating their parents, then, of course, they're going to imitate, you know, what they see on on the TV. And it's crazy because if you look on Facebook, you'll see these little kids posing, um, you know, these duck face photos, just... You know, dressing like adults, and, and they're starting young, like five or six. And you can't sit here and tell me that Beyonce has not been an influence, or Rihanna has not been an influence. Um, you know, on the parents that are raising these children that way to think, okay, it's okay to dress like this. It's okay to pose like that. A lot of times they encourage that. You know, they think it's funny to take pictures of their kids like that. You know, they really egg them on. And that's very unfortunate because it really is going to have consequences when they grow up into being grown women. And it's just, I really, I just really pray, you know, for these children that that God covers them because it's, it's rough out here. Oh, he—he he, not
0: only is he going to cover them, but he's going to hang, he's going to wish that those people hung these large millstones around their neck on Judgment Day. So they're going to get theirs. Beyonce mm-hmm. is going to get hers. Obama's going to get his. Michelle Obama, you know what I'm saying? People don't like that. Well, what are you saying, Daydon? Oh, you know exactly what I'm saying. I'm so sick of fake Christians. There's so many fake Christians out here. And I was one of them for a long time. And many of you are fake Christians as well. But you know what I'm saying I'm just being honest. It is what it is. You know what I mean? And it's no, but it's never too late to change, but the re- that is the reality. And uh, you know, we talk a lot about this. A real Christian, Jesus Christ definition of a Christian is not someone who just believes that you died on the cross for you know he died on the cross for our sins, but it's actually being passionate about the things that Jesus Christ was passionate about. And it certainly, you know what I'm saying, you can't you certainly can't adopt teachings of satan and and things that god calls an abomination you can't have those views and still call yourself a christian that's just stupid you know obama made them one of the most ridiculous quotes that i've ever heard recently he said god bless planned parenthood god bless planned parenthood what god planned parenthood is all about abortions Murder of kids. God ain't for ab- abortion. He's, he said, "God bless America." In the same speech that he's talking about cosigning gay marriage, what you mean? God bless America. I see why his old uh, pastor said, "God damn." He said, "God bless him," and I know, "God bless America." God damn America, because America is built on satanic principles and satanic ideologies. You know, God bless America. When America is, is 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 for homosexuality and everything about who really runs America is Illuminati based, satanic based, demonic based. People out here worshiping Baphomet. Ain't talking about God bless America. God ain't worried about America. The President of the United States is a fake Christian. So I mean, that ain't you no know, God bless nothing.
1: What's wrong with people? <laughs> are they crazy? And people are psychos. They really what, are.
0: How you gonna be? How you gonna talk about God bless America when you're talking about homosexuality? God right. destroyed a whole country, a whole town, a, a whole world,
2: exactly. because of
0: homosexuality, because of sin. God destroyed the world. He sent a flood to destroy the earth and no and save Noah. And, and you know, you guys know that whole story. That was for sin he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of what we are seeing today. See, a lot of people don't read the Bible and they don't they can't see it as clearly as we can see it Courtney
1: right.
0: sodom and America is a modern day Sodom and gomorrah uh, yo it that's what this is. Nike, really? I mean, really? I mean, all you have to do is Google homosexuality on the Data Intolerant show and listen to my three-hour special where we literally dissected the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, as well as the story of Noah's Ark. And you guys can really hear—that was probably the best show I've ever done, the deepest show I've ever done. Crazy, crazy, crazy show, man. Make you really open your eyes up. But yeah, I mean, I just I. Facebook, man. We should all get off of Facebook. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. If I wasn't on there specifically to save souls and to help people, I mean, it's just it's just some evil people out there, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if God has shown me stuff, but there've been times and I I just log on just like everybody else. I I I log on to my computer, open up the laptop, I go to my news feed, <clears throat> and it's like right in my news feed, I saw somebody having sex with a chicken. What? Right on Facebook? Like, you know how, like, those people put, like, those videos up
1: there? That's off the chain.
0: You know, like, those videos. It wasn't, like, yeah. a YouTube video. It was, like, a Facebook video.
2: Like, oh an actual God. video
0: that somebody uploaded straight from their phone, on straight to... And, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is this?
2: <laughs> That's you know, and nice. I,
0: probably, I shouldn't have clicked on it. But I'm like, yo, I said, I know this dude ain't going to be having sex with a, with a rooster. I clicked on the thing... It's like this dude, like a white, some white guy, and I don't even want to say he's white. I don't know. I mean, he could have been white. He probably was white, but maybe like Hispanic or I don't know what origin. But a young man, holding a rooster in his hand, having sex with a damn rooster. I'm like, yo, that wasn't as if that wasn't bad enough. Another time, and this is just Facebook. I have no control. I literally it was. And now, granted, I have thousands and thousands of friends on Facebook, so who knows what's going on? But you know, I know there's spammers out there. But please understand. Yes, it was spam. Yes, somebody's account was hacked. You know, however, that it was a real video. But that wasn't even the worst thing. I log on like two days ago. I see a man, and this is this was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. And I don't even want to talk about it. that's how horrifying. I'm just saying this to tell you how bad this world is. And if you got, if there was ever a time where God felt as though you know he should destroy any place for I don't care I don't care what was going on. What I saw the other day was 10 times worse than that. I saw a man having sex with a toddler. A little girl couldn't have been more than three years old.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay, I, I, I was horrified. You know what I'm saying? I reported it. I, I reported it to Facebook. I don't know what ended up happening, if that even works. But it was just a, a, a middle-aged guy. They, they, never, they never showed his face. But a little girl laughing and giggling. He was performing oral sex on her. I'm like, am I really seeing this? And so we need to really pray. And if I, if I would, I'm not even sure I would even believe that if I didn't see it with my own eyes. You know what I mean? And that's that's where this world is headed. If there was, if I didn't know, if there was no proof that these are the last days, seeing stuff like that, it's a wrap, people. I promise you. This, this what we're seeing now is, is you know, we don't have a lot of time left here. Seriously. So. Let's keep it moving though man how do we how do we talk about anything after that, man? Like you know I know,
1: it got real deep for a second, real
0: deep, but you know yeah. Matt, let me just uh switch up a little bit. I was watching c n n the other day now, but here's the thing, if you remember the Boston bombing Courtney where I was mm-hmm. talking about that show on that show where we were talking about presidents and how they love war, mhm, how going to war is actually good, yeah. You know, we talked about how presidents are defi- their legacy is defined by wars. Mm-hmm. You know, wars will make people remember who you are and what you accomplished. The, you know, people will forget about all types of craziness that you did. That was on Wednesday's show. If anybody follows the news, you know what the top story. On CNN was. Do you know what it was, Courtney? Do you watch the news? Did you see anything going on Thursday? No, I didn't.
1: What happened?
0: Let me tell you. I know you were at work. I was. I was home. I'd like to. I turn on the news. I'm usually making my breakfast in the morning, spending some time with my daughter, chilling. The lead story on Thursday morning, the day after we talked about all that, was George Bush. Having a library slash museum dedicated to him to 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 celebrate his legacy, mm. Thursday morning, the day after we spent a good five or ten minutes talking about how president's legacies are defined, specifically Bush and that whole fiasco with Iraq, this mm-hmm. guy was is remembered as a hero. this guy was a liar, he was a crook. He was a scam artist. I mean, we're talking about George Bush here. He was an idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy's a criminal, you know what I mean? He has a criminal record, still president of the United States. Uh, George Bush. So And so I, I, I'm watching. I'm like, okay, so he's getting a museum dedicated in his honor. Now, I'm like, okay, cool. Now, that's whatever. But they say, okay, so after the break... We're gonna we're gonna have some remarks. We're gonna have a speech by President Obama. I'm like, what? So I'm chilling. I'm like, yo. So so we. You mean to tell me that we got Bush, who basically screwed black people, and everybody knows does not give a damn about black people. Really doesn't give a damn about this country as a whole, but <laughs> it spoke about Obama like a dog. Him and his homies. Now, I mean, it's all a game. It's all one big, you know, act anyway. It doesn't, you know, they're all buddies anyway. I mean, but for argument's sake, you know what I mean, you got Obama here praising George Bush. I mean, you, now you ask the, anybody in the black community how they feel about George Bush. Anybody. What are they going to tell you?
1: Oh, they can't stand him. They would say he was the worst president ever.
0: George Bush was the worst president ever. That's the, the overall consensus of blacks. Ask most blacks how they feel about Obama. What are they going to say?
1: Oh, that's the best president we've ever had.
0: Right. So we got the worst president we've ever had, and followed by the best president that we've ever had. So, okay, everybody loves Obama, everybody hates Bush. Well, then how do all those Obama uh, supporters feel watching their favorite president literally publicly praise and worship the worst president ever.
2: Does that even right. make sense? Yeah,
0: that I mean, that was
1: that's crazy. And and
0: I actually watched it. I'm like, yo, let me just let me just <laughs> like really listen to what Obama's saying. Like this dude was praising him. Talking about how great of a man he was, how great of a leader he was. I'm like, yo, are you serious? Like what are you talking about? This man was not a leader. This man was not a great man. And if you say he's a great man, who the heck are you? How he's great are you gang. if you're saying he's great?
2: hmm
0: All these mindless zombies out here missed that. I guess everybody was at work, huh? I guess nobody heard about that. I guess I guess everybody just follows Obama Obama, regardless. But he's sitting up there praising George Bush.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Idiots, I saw
2: that.
1: Yeah, I saw that when you posted it, um in the Friends of the the Day show group. Um, you posted that and I was like, Wow but at the same time, like he's playing the game, like he's gonna have a a library or something built uh named after him after we go to war. So this all you know and, and
0: here's the funniest thing, they they in the library they showed they showed some of the articles that were gonna be, you know, featured there, some of the you know, the artifacts I should say. Um, and one of the things that they had was in a case was Saddam Hussein's gun, the gun that he had when they <laughs> found him hiding out. And they had it like all, you know, wrapped up. And it's like, oh, yeah, now this is the gun. But, well, why are y'all focusing on that when we shouldn't have even been over there in the first place?
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I'm saying? It was established that Iraq, the whole point of going to war with Iraq was to find weapons of mass destruction. Well, George Bush had to, he had to, he admitted that was a mistake. He admitted that he acted off of faulty information. So if you admit a mistake, and this is, like, nationally known, this is, you know, widely known, like, you admitted there were no weapons of mass destruction, there were the report was wrong or whatever, you falsify, however you want to spin it. So why are you so happy about memorializing a, gl- a gun that was found on someone who we should not he- have even been at war at in the first place. Makes no sense. Right. Makes no sense. And, you know, nobody, and, uh, what makes even less sense is that I'm the only person in America talking like this. That's the, that's what really makes no sense. Why is Dedan Tolbert the only person who sees the, the, the ridiculous nature of these topics? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why is this? Like, why is nobody talking about this? I'm not even talking about public. I'm just about. I'm just talking. You know what I mean? I'm just talking. Period. Why right. are we the only people talking about Obama praising George Bush? Why is nobody having a problem with the fact that they are making, they are giving him a, a, a memorial, a museum, with artifacts in it taken from a country that we should not have even invaded to begin with. I mean, You're right,
1: I, that, that doesn't make sense
0: I'm at a That's loss a, for words
1: Right, you know? and you know, if people are overlooking the fact I mean, the people who are aware of um, Obama's praise for Bush You know, even after all of that They still probably wouldn't find too much of a problem Because in their eyes, you know, Obama can do no wrong so even though he said that, they're still going to view him and praise him, and you know think he's this great president regardless.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's why it is. That's why I, like sometimes I'll be like, you know, I'm not even gonna talk about this stuff anymore because you know a lot on a large scale, people don't even want to like they don't. It's not meant for people the large, the masses to get. That's and it took me a while to really accept that. Because you know me, I'm the type of person I want to change the world. I want to. I change people's lives every day. I enjoy it. I like educating people. You know, and I've I've net my mom would literally pop me up my upside my head if I or anybody in our household ever said the words I can't. I'm like, man, I can't. It was like pop, like whoa, (laughs) like that. That's I literally could. She, my mom would pop me upside my head today if I said I can't. Like, grown man, boop, like, you know what I'm saying, what you say? And that's just the mentality. So I never had the mentality or the way of thinking of, of I can't do something. So I'm am going to try to change the word. I'm going to try to educate everybody on everything. But, you know, I really had to study the word in regards to what it says about educating people. It says there will be a time where people will not want that information. They will only seek, and I'm paraphrasing, but they will basically seek information that will please their immature minds, that's what the you know the Bible says in a nutshell about that, so you know it is what it is, speaking of you know weirdos, speaking of people who are immature, can we talk about these these fake players out here?
1: Oh yes, please do
0: <laughs> she said, please do <laughs> can we talk about these call center players out here, these freaking weirdos yeah oh man let me let me let me explain something to you guys. Like, see, here's the thing. Nobody back in the day, like I don't know what it is. People are weirdos. Back in the day, it was the goal was to get yeah, you had money. I had money. I made when I was working in banking. I made over a hundred thousand dollars a year. I was hey, single, no kids, one bedroom apartment, balling. You know what I mean? Like no, like relatively no bills, crazy salary, nice car that was paid off. You know, chilling. So money really wasn't an object when, when you know when I was like 24, 25, like around that whole time, um, even before that. But you know that you know, be that as it may, I still wasn't trying to spend no money like that. You know, they'd be like, "Yo, you trying to go to this club, buy a table, get a table, get a bottle?" I'm like, "For what? One, I don't drink like that, and two, I'm not spending a thousand dollars for nothing. Like, what are you? Are you crazy?" Like, only an idiot would do that. These dudes out here are not balling. I call them the call center players. These dudes work for Pico. These dudes work for the gas company. They work for SEPTA. These dudes, the average salary is around, you know, is like between thirty-eight dollars and $45,000 a year. Okay? That's like the average. You know, so obviously if that's the average, yeah, you're going to have people making over that. But you're also going to have a whole heck of a lot of people making less than that. So let's assume you're on the lower end of that if you're a man. These guys out here living, most of many of them living at home with their parents, getting to go into the auction, buying like a 2002, you know, Acura or something, you know, thinking they're doing something. If a lot of these idiots are driving brand new new Toyota Camrys for like thirty thousand dollars a year, car note for $350,000 because their credit isn't all that, you know, freaking weirdos got a car note, threw some rims on it, think they're think they're balling, but they make like thirty thousand dollars a year, get some, you know, wilding out, pop, you know, popping bottles, balling out, get a new outfit just to go out, take pictures in. Because they don't want to be seen wearing the same outfit, trying to talk to these the, the same models or wannabe Instagram models they see every week, the hoes of the club, thinking that it's cool to take pictures with them, palming their you know their butts, you know, and it, and it really just looks stupid. It really looks stupid. These guys are broke. I mean, cause, I mean there is no money. There is no money like that. You know, what I mean there's no money left over. I mean, if you really, if you get your calculators out, you know half these people out here have no money. Okay, let's say there are no kids involved here. Let's just say you get a, uh, a halfway decent apartment. You're spending six fifty minimum, seven hundred. You know, most likely, let's say seven hundred. Let's just do the math real quick on it. Cell phone, you probably got the unlimited. You like to be a baller, talk on your phone all day, you get the ninety nine dollar unlimited pay. that's eight hundred right there. You got your three hundred dollar car note, boom. Insurance five hundred dollars right there. Courtney, add this stuff up for me. Come on, you that's know, that's like
1: keep
0: 1600 track. right there. That's sixty right there. Keep a tr- keep tab of me. So so you got that. Then you got some outfits, you know, once a week. You probably go out and buy a new outfit, fifty, sixty bucks, let's just say a new shirt, whatever. You know what I mean? You're doing that. I mean, you got your cable bill. Cable is $200. You want your movie channels, all that. You got 200 maybe even $250 that once your uh, promotion runs out. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, I, I mean, there's no money left over. If you're only making, let's say you're making, you know, about the average. Let's just say you're making average. Let's say 35000 a year.
1: What's that every two weeks, Court? That may be like a um a thousand, maybe a little bit under that actually. Yeah, with taxes. Yeah, it's actually it, a little bit under that. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're making, you're basically, you'd be better off on unemployment. Yeah, <laughs> you know so they're
1: spending their
0: checks. You're spending right. All your the checks. checks are gone. The checks are gone. You, this isn't no married life where you're working with two incomes. All I like, and I'm telling you all this because I know that I was I made a nice salary, and I was like, whoa, where's all my money going? And then, But like I said, that's not even including the date money. Because now these idiots, these weirdos, have no money, but they still want to be acting like they have money and give the appearance of money because you're going out every week. Their whole point is looking for a wife. So you're going out trying to find a wife. You're cracking on these women. You're meeting women. You're buying them drinks. You, drinks $12. 10 to $12 a pop. You're buying, like, three, four drinks for these, these weird chicks, these hoes who are leaving home with somebody else anyway. You're wasting your – I've never – I promise you on everything. I have never bought a drink for a woman in a club. Never. That's the biggest waste of money you could ever do. Never done that crap. Oh, hey, excuse me. Uh, hey, Courtney, uh, can I can I buy you a drink? <laughs> what, what are you sipping on? Let me – like, what? Freaking weirdos. <laughs> Losers. These 99.9% of men out here are losers, ladies. The Bible says one in a thousand men will be a true man of God, a true elite man. One in a thousand. Like I told y'all, most of these men are losers. All these guys, and and, I just started this earlier today, guess who one of the next live shows is going to be? Never done it, Courtney. Take a guess, take a guess. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Y'all don't want to miss this show, How to Spot a D.L. Nigger. Oh. How, <laughs> right how to spot these, these, these. Mm, I want to say it. I want to say it so bad. I'm not going to say it, though. How to spot these uh, homosexuals. Mean... <laughs> your... You know what I mean? These dudes who go out, you know what I'm saying, acting like with their homies, acting like everything is cool, but end up a, but really are on the D.L., you know what I mean? DL dudes, dudes who take it up the butt. These butt pirates, man. You know what I mean? These rooty Tootie, fresh and fruity bastards out here, man. I can't stand them. Man. I really can't. We're gonna talk about ladies how to identify them because we've never really done. We've done a show on DL men where we actually had J L King on, the author of on the on the down. We did that was like one of my first shows. We, you know, we're just gonna do a whole another show, a different show on how to identify these dudes because most of these men out here are gay. That's what y'all don't realize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I was like. What, what you say? Yeah, they're, you see uh, an abundance. See, that's what people don't realize. They're, they're seeing an abundance of, of actual gay men. But have you noticed, Courtney, that nobody's really really monitoring the, the increase of men on the DL?
1: Right, they're not.
0: You're not going to see an increase in homosexuality and the acceptance of homosexuality as a whole, but not see an increase of men on the DL. As many new homosexual men as there are, as we're seeing these tight jeans and tight shirts and fruity, uh, you know, I mean, flamboyant men, of course you're going to have an increase in, in, in DL dudes,
2: <clears throat>
0: but nobody's right. talking about that. I talk about it all the time, like, yo, so-and-so's gay. Jermaine posted something on his Facebook page today, talking about he was in Starbucks, and somebody asked him, was, you know, was he single? It's gay men all <laughs> over, but a lot of them aren't out like that. A lot of DL men, so we're going to talk about that. Some specific ways on how to spot these these men who are who are gay. Brokeback Mountains. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> actually, actually, I can't even front, man. You know, I'm I'm secure in my masculinity. That was actually a good movie. Did you see that? No. <laughs> no I say, listen. I, I watched it. I watched the movie. See, I
2: mean, <clears throat>
0: a lot of one of the things we're going to talk about here. See, a lot of people they 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 are are they're gay. And, and they're homophobic. Okay, and when I say homophobic, I mean the actual definition of that word, meaning they are afraid of being labeled. They're afraid of homosexuals and being labeled as homosexual, and their true nature coming out. And so they hide stuff. They act overly masculine. Those are the main dudes that be gay. Listen, I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm not. I don't got nothing to hide. Oh, why? I mean, it is what it is. People. It, I mean, you know, people. I'm not gonna go into it. I don't even justify anything. It was a good movie. Check it out. You gotta watch stuff to understand stuff. You can't talk about stuff without understanding stuff. People say, "Oh, I that was a stupid movie." I, uh, oh, okay. what you, you you saw it? When you see it? Oh no, I ain't see. I ain't watching that crap. You sound stupid. Right. How many people even in the group? I ain't gonna put nobody on blast. But how many people in the group have been talking about they not they not they not seeing temptation and talking about how stupid it was but they didn't even see it.
1: Exactly. I think it that. sounds
0: so stupid.
1: hmm Sounds so
0: stupid. and I don't put anybody on blast, I don't say anything. I just kinda like but I'm just being honest, anyone who's listening, I'm, if I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. You sound stupid if you're talking about how stupid it is and you didn't even see it. hmm Like go watch the movie. Don't talk about how stupid it is if you didn't even see it. What's wrong with people?
2: Michael.
0: <laughs> crazy out here, man. Hey, <laughs> I told y'all I was going off tonight, man. It's going on two weeks. i never never in two weeks without being live talking about like what we're talking about tonight. Never. Not in the five-year history of this show have we gone this long without me just talking about what I want to talk about. So you know we got to keep it real. Mm -hmm. No, what up? So, so I'm so sick of these Instagram models. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was funny. Instagram hoes, man. Actual hoes going on vacation, trying to look sexy, posting pictures of bikinis. Try one flabby ass breast. I'm sorry, I apologize, (laughs) man. I apologize, but like, yo, your breasts are sagging. (laughs) Like there's nothing sexy about saggy breasts. I mean if you got saggy breasts, you got saggy breast. But nobody needs to see don't show it off. You
2: know
0: what I mean? <laughs> like I'm not knocking nobody I'm not knocking your body, but I'm just saying if it's if it is what it is. I'm not some diesel dude. I'm not the rock. I'm not Shamar Moore. I don't go around showing off my chest. Now I know I look damn good in a suit, I'll wear a suit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a handsome man, so I, you know I take some headshots. I'm not showing off no abs though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, so I'm saying, ladies, if your body isn't whatever, I mean, really, there's no excuse for it. But if you know you got a gut, if you know you you know your breasts are saggy, your your your, your butt is flabby, you ain't got no type of donk or nothing like that. What what you taking ass shots for? Yeah, what you, what you think? Somebody, oh, damn, yeah, she got a
2: nice saggy ass, huh? <laughs> Well, somebody's
1: gassing them up though. Like somebody, there is a man out there or men out there that do to give them compliments, knowing they look a mess.
0: I'm gonna start playing people, man. If you if you want to put yourself <clears throat> out there and you want to act like a hoe, I'm just gonna start playing people. Like, yo, what you what you? <laughs> let me. I'm not even gonna go. Let me let me say this. A lot of women, they feel as though their you know their outward appearance, their their big butt their pretty face, their slim waist even. They think that that, you know, will will gain them the attention of a man. But, <clears throat> ladies, first of all, that's not true. Because we talked about earlier in the show how what we really look for. But that's even if it's the case. That's if the body is tight. Ladies, what am I saying? Uh, any man out here would take a flat stomach... Over a a big butt any day Some of y'all walking around here Spending more time Trying to fatten up your butts You need to be spending time Slimming down that waist Seriously Now do I have a problem With people who are a little out of shape No I don't mean No do what you do Work it out Whatever you want to do Or not work it out As long as you're happy with you But who I take issue with Is women who gas their own heads up Or have these men gassing their heads up And there's nothing to even be gassing about there's nothing sexy about a big old gut. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the case, just, you know, don't show off. Don't take an ass shot if you have a gut. Don't show off your cleavage if you got a gut. You know, because that, that that negates the, the big butt. <laughs> and the fellas know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm just being, I hope, I hope I'm hurting feelings. And please don't take offense to this if you are not the ones taking those ass shots. I'm sp- strictly talking to people with no class and no self-esteem, and, 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 they're, and they're intentionally showing off their body because they think that's what men look for. And I'm just here to tell y'all that's not important. It's not cute. It's not sexy. In fact, it looks disgusting. So save your bikini shots for the family album. Do I mean, nobody needs to see that. And if you want to put it up there, you want to see. I can't tell you what to put on your own Facebook page. But please don't think that these men are out here sitting at home fantasizing about what you look like when you went down to Miami. Because trust me, especially if you're like 45. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're like 30, 35. These these men have had that. They've been there. They've done that. If a man is looking for a jump off, he's not going to get a 45-year-old jump off. That's not going to happen. Nobody wants the 37-year-old Friday night freak, okay? That's not how that works. If you're going to have a Friday night freak, you're going to go get one of these pretty young things. You know, if, but, and if, if you are, you know, of that age and you are in that Friday night freak category, you're being strung along. It's not about the sex. I mean, that's a part of it most likely, but it's, it's more than that, and you're wasting your own life. He is having sex with other women. Do not, if you, me, what am I saying? If you have a friend with benefits situation and you know damn well that condom has come off, you should understand every time you are taking your life in, into your own hands and putting it in his hands because you run the risk of getting AIDS or chlamydia because as sure as I'm talking to y'all right now, that man is having sex with other women. No man, please understand this, ladies. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this. There's not a man out here who has an exclusive, monogamous, friend with benefits situation. There's no such thing. The only reason a man has friends with benefits without committing to that woman is specifically to have sex with other women. If he was feeling you and he wasn't dealing with anybody else, he would wipe you up if he's if that's if he's having sex with you and he's not wiping you up I to put that on Facebook, you need to understand he's having sex with some with multiple other women, and you are literally a fool for letting that dude hit it raw. A fool 'cause just you know, one woman told me the other day she said, "Well well, I get tested, so what you get tested? what's getting tested gonna do for AIDS? Exactly. You get tested all you want that don't mean you you get tested on Friday." He go out and have sex with somebody Saturday, have sex with you Sunday, and now you got AIDS on Monday. What's getting tested gonna do? Then you go back and get tested in another six months, doctor tells you I got some bad news for you. We have some counselors available for you that can help you with this, this new revelation. There's some drugs that you can take just 'cause you wanted to let a nigga hit it raw. Now you got AIDS. Man. That's and that's how it goes, Courtney just like that.
1: It, it does, and it's it's unfortunate that, you know, a lot of women, including myself, had to learn the hard way, you know, that that trip to the doctor, you know, you find out something you had no idea was going on, and so that's how we really, I it's crazy, we do, we take our lives for granted so many times, and we put trust in these men, and there's no relationship, there's nothing there at all, but we put all our trust and you know, these men and I and just feel niggas. so bad. He Exac exactly.
2: And Call then it what is. Us, uh, niggas.
1: <laughs> niggas. But a lot of us aren't so lucky because there are women that have contracted HIV or, you know, AIDS because because of it. And it's it's, it's getting out of control.
0: Oh man, so why why do people try to talk to me like I don't know what I'm talking about, Courtney?
1: What's what's wrong with people?
0: You ever wonder that sometimes? Like, what do people be talking about?
1: Right. I mean, they want to live in denial about whatever it is.
0: Like, like people be debating with you. They be debating with me. They be debating with other men in the group.
1: And just in general, like, we don't know know what we're talking about. They the thing is they know the truth and it's just they want someone to just agree with them. Yeah, I see the debates and it's like you know good and well we know what we're talking about and you know that you deep down you agree with us but you feel convicted right now. That's what you just that's what you should just say. Oh yeah. You know?
0: That's how it goes. Listen, man, I've had jump offs. Nobody's had more jump offs than me. I created (laughs) the term jump off. You know what I mean? You look up you know, that's that's what I did. You know, I mean, I would have I call I was the type I'd go out with the homies, you know, Friday night and 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 play musical phone book and just scroll through my phone to see who I felt like calling or I would send out 10 text messages and whoever wrote back first, that's who called, that's who came over. That's just what it was. Wow. I'd be like, "Yo, drop me off." Yo, I'd be I would sometimes I drove, other times somebody else drove like, "Yo, drop me off here." On the way home, like oh, yo, what's up? I'm on my way over. You sleep? Hello, <laughs> hello,
2: <laughs> hello. Uh,
0: yo, what's up? What you sleep? No. You sound like you sleep. No, I'm not asleep. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> I'm 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 on my way over. What's up? Okay, come on. I, are you sound.
1: I mean, if you sleep, I don't have to come. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: you bastard. I'm not asleep <laughs> I'm mad. I can identify with that. I swear that was me, half asleep at three o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. I'd be wide awake, like, yo, what's up? I'd be ready to get over there, talk, like, yo. I'm Uh like, I'm hungry. About what you got to eat? Uh, nothing. I mean, I can cook something if you want. Yeah, why don't you do that? Why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Three o'clock in the morning, making me a hamburger and fries. Like, thanks. I used to be a bastard. You know what I mean I I thank God for delivering me for that From that lifestyle But you know Y'all should thank me though You should should be happy that I was a bastard Because the fact that I was a bastard And now have changed my life You now have A first hand account Of what goes on in the minds of these men What they do Why they do it Who they smut out Who they wife up Why they wife them up why don't they wife people up? Why men cheat? All this stuff that I give y'all comes from personal experience, from me being a bastard. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like y'all think I make this stuff up? I'd be like, oh, I'll say X, Y, and Z. They say what? I don't. Well, I don't agree with that. What you mean? You? That's not for you to agree. I'm telling you, this is why I used to do it. Why men are still doing these same exact things today single women debating with married men about what men do when they're single.
1: That makes, it makes no, no sense.
0: sense. And they want to be wives. That's that's the kicker. Let's talk about these women out here who have built up this this wall. I know mm-hmm. we started to talk about it initially, but can we I got the uh these lyrics up here <laughs> from this K Michelle song. I thought we're going for the gusto tonight, man. We, we, this is it, man. We're going for the record, man. We're going for the realest show of all time. Man. This is what we're doing, you know. No time, time for fun and games is over. It's over. <laughs> Been over. This is the song is called "I Just Want to Fuck." And the song she says, "I can tell that you like it, but it's all for the chase. I'm too into myself. I need space." Though you want more, I'm not ready to open that door. I just want you to drop your pants to the floor. You freaking whore. This right here, this first stanza, this first verse here, is the epitome of whorish behavior. Okay? and But here's the irony. This is a real song. It's, fun, it's funny because people are saying it's crazy, but this song epitomizes what is going on in the minds of, of thousands of women out here? Almost, really, what's going on on a large scale with among single black women out here? And I'll and I'll go a little bit deeper into it. She, the, a lot of these women are, they've they've blown their own heads up. They've had their heads blown up by these psychos, these losers. But it's like they they put themselves up on a pedestal. They put their vagina on a pedestal. She's saying, "Though you want more, I'm not ready to open it." K Michelle, don't nobody want your crazy ass? <laughs> don't nobody want more with you? <laughs> nobody wants more, and and and, and that is like and you guys from listening to this show. <clears throat> you you understand. You get an opportunity to understand the mindset. Of these men, in regards to who we wife up the mo and who we don't, the most important quality is a great personality, a high level of respectability, and one hundred percent emotional availability. Mm-hmm. Just in this first verse here, she's totally eliminated all three of the any chance of her having any of those three qualities: horrible personality. You know, she got the stuck-up attitude thinking she's all that, no respectability, talking about something, all I want is you to drop your pants to the floor, you know, and emotional unavailability because she has an emotional wall. If she says, I'm not ready to open that door. You ever heard a woman, Courtney, say, well, you know, I want love, but I'm not ready right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Women will date men. This is the number one mistake that women make. They will date a, They'll be talking to a man, and they'll, and they'll be like, "Yeah, so what are you looking for?" And like, oh, you know, I'm probably looking for a wife one day. Da da da. And they'd be like, "Well, yeah, I'm not really ready for anything serious right now." That's the stupidest thing that women can say because that immediately puts you into the jump off category. That immediately puts you in that category, and it immediately tells us that most likely you've been getting it, getting it in. If you say okay, we are dating, we are talking, and we just started talking. Well, clearly, you've most likely not been, you know, just not talking to anybody forever. So that basically says, well, you've been talking to other people the same way you're talking to me, but just like you're telling me you're not ready, well, you obviously were not ready with them either because you're single. So, you know, chances are you're probably not celibate either. And so... You know what I'm saying? Like that. That that nobody is trying to figure out. Nobody's gonna wait around until you're ready.
2: That's not what we
0: do. That's stupid. That's like going to a job and saying, "Yeah, uh, are you hiring?" And they said, "Well, yeah, not right now." And then me just sitting in the lobby waiting for you to hire. Like for what? No, I'm gonna go to the next job. I'm gonna go apply to next door and see if some, if they're hiring. They say no, we're not hired. What am I come back tomorrow? Oh, are you hiring? Are you hiring? Are you hiring? No, I'm not going to waste any time. Just like these men aren't going to waste any time. There's too many jobs out here and there's too many women out here. She says, "Look, all I want you to do is drop your pants to the floor." And she goes on to say, "Cuz I'm a little scared of commitment. But tonight, I'll commit to your body." Oh, you you you. Whore. <laughs> you know what I mean, she's funny. She made a funny there. You know, I'm a, I'm scared of commitment, but tonight I'll commit to your body. Oh, okay. What like what are you talking about? Because I just want to f and not fall in love. I'm over all the pain that love can bring. Tonight I just want sex that don't mean a thing. So you basically want to just have a one night stand, is what is what she say. You know. <laughs> now here's the irony. <laughs> Here's the most ironic thing of the whole song. She says, that don't make me no slut. A woman has her needs, so don't go catching feelings for me because tonight I want sex. That doesn't mean the thing. Well, uh, oh au oh, oh, contraire, mon frere, <laughs> it actually does make you a slut. And that's actually the epitome of being a slut. You know what I mean? Tonight I want sex. That don't mean a thing, that don't make me a slut, that's exactly what it makes you. And that's what it makes all types of women out there. Now, a lot of the psychos are, are getting mad now. They're saying, well, well what about the men, Dayton?
2: <laughs> what
0: about the men? What does that make them?
2: <laughs> that's how they
0: be talking. Psychos, man. But no, well, it makes them sluts too. It makes them hoes. It makes them male horse. It makes them the same thing. This ain't no, you know, misogynistic show. This ain't no battle of the sexes. This ain't no, you know what I'm saying? This isn't let's gang up on women day. No. I mean, a whore is a whore is a whore. A slut is a slut is a slut. Whether it's a male or a female, it doesn't matter. A slut is a slut. So if you're saying, hey, I just want sex, that doesn't mean a thing. Well, you're a slut. You're a whore. Male or female. But it just is more common when you hear women adopting that way of thinking. A lot of women don't realize that we as men are whores, most of us. I used to be a male whore. Understand that? I'm not a whore anymore. I I left those ways. But if you guys remember, you guys got the double disc CD. You guys are psychos if you haven't gotten that yet. What women need to know but don't want to hear contains the classic information, you know, that talks about this. But men go through three stages, okay? The dog stage, the player stage, and the ready-to-settle-down stage. What do you guys think goes on in the dog stage? That's the whore I should just rename it the horse stage. But it's the same thing. It's just like, yo, let me just get as much sex as possible. And then so they go through the stages. So, you know, that's pretty much how that goes. Um. So let's, what else we got here? And then here's the funny thing. She says, I know this isn't ladylike, you know. She says I, that that doesn't make me a slut, and then she goes on to say, I, "Well, I know this ain't ladylike. Well, if it ain't ladylike, then I mean, then Courtney, I'm just asking. It wouldn't that mean it's slutty if it's not lady? Yeah, it
1: would, it would make her a hoe. It we'll
0: would make her a hoe. Me and you did a classic show on the definition of a hoe. I'm about to post that uh, that link in the group. The definition of a hoe. That was a good show, wasn't it, Courtney?
1: Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it.
0: Let's see if I can find that show. Defi- I'm, I'm Googling it as we speak, man. We keep it real. Here. I'm, hey, just typing this in. Definition of a hoe. I'm going to post the link in the group. I'll come back to that so I don't take up too much time. Man, I know y'all got creeping to do out there. It's already coming up on that time. Courtney, back in the day, were you ever creeping around this time?
1: I was getting ready to go to the club. What That's if you what weren't was-
0: clubbing that night, though?
1: I was at home.
0: Come on, Courtney. Courtney. No,
1: I'm serious. I'm not. now we're talking about college years. That's something totally different. Like, yeah, then I would be with a guy or something like that. Right,
0: creeping. Yeah. Well, right. Creep. That's that's what I meant. Are I mean, you, you happy
1: you, creeping? You,
0: you, you know what I meant. Talking about something <laughs> that's what you meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, talking about something. About I, thought thought I thought you meant high school. I thought you meant high school. I thought you meant last week.
1: Oh, really? Really? All right.
0: That's so here, it, I just. I I just posted it. I'm putting check this out, You guys. If you're in the group, when you after tonight's show, if you're up, y'all. I know y'all gonna be up late tonight. Amped after tonight's show, listen to the definition of a hoe. You know, what I mean, check that one out. I Man, I'm telling y'all, some of y'all, a lot of people are actually hoes and don't realize it. That's the thing. You know, don't take offense. Don't get mad. Don't don't want to fight me if you fit the definition, because. I'm not talking anybody specific, but if you listen to this show and you, you know, exhibit those qualities, then you a hoe.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
0: what it is. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? So yeah, so there's. I mean, do we do we need to do the whole song? Do I have to
1: do all the lyrics? I don't think it's necessary, but hey. I just want
0: to read a couple you more. Do. Yeah, let me just read another. It's, it's early too, man. It's only ten ten forty, man. We making some good time, man. So I told you I was gonna be a good show. Um. We got here. She says, "I know this ain't ladylike, and you can tell your friends about tonight." What? Yeah, yeah I oh, no, I couldn't believe she said that. I know this ain't ladylike, and you can see she already knows the deal. That's how you know a hoe, because <laughs> she's not even she's not even operating under the like the pretense that this is going to be exclusive. Or it's gonna be like intimate and only shared between them. Because, you know, like most homes be like, yo, you know, make sure you keep this on the low, you know, or you know, uh, at least at least care about it. I mean, regardless, the guy's gonna tell his friends no matter what you say. But like most women don't know the extent that men go to to, sh- to tell their business, you know. And and let me just tell y'all something, ladies. There are only two ways that men look at women. It's either wife or hoe. If you're not being viewed as his wife, you are being looked at as his hoe. There is no friends with benefits. There is no we have an understanding, we have an arrangement. He's viewing you as a hoe. Okay, and 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 how do men treat hoes? Well, you 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 tell your friends about it, you get them on tape, you make videos, you take camera pictures. You know, you you do you you save text messages, you record them. They record you guys masturbating on the on the phone, you know, and play it back. I, I said, "Whoa, what are you? Oh, what are you talking about? They don't, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about, ladies. Like when he asks you, "What are you doing right now?" You say nothing. He says, "Yo, why don't you touch yourself?" And then y'all know y'all get into some phone sex crap. Well. Understand? He put you on speaker, and put the put the voice recorder on. You know his phone. All phones now have voice recorders built into them. So all that freaky crap you doing, it's all on tape, and it's being recorded. It's being played in the barber shops. I personally have done that, and I personally have heard it done and played in the barbershops. shops. Somebody said, well, damn man, you, you were a bastard, huh?" Yeah, I told you. See, it has got real quiet. Got real quiet across America, across the world. People across state to state, like, whoa. They're thinking back, like, whoa, dang. He, I did, I know I did that, but he said that was just between. No, it wasn't between you. <laughs> it wasn't between you. You know what I'm saying? It, that's between you and everybody. Now you can nowadays you can email straight from the voice recorder application. You just hit share. And you can send the the voice recording as a text message. Technology is crazy nowadays. So she already knows the deal. She says, look, I don't even care if you record me. I don't even care if you tell your homies. She says, I don't care if you tell your friends about tonight and how I did you right. I don't give a damn because I'll be all right. Damn, I love my life. (laughs) So why is everybody so uptight? I told y'all from the start, K. Michelle ain't about that life. You're, K. Michelle's a hoe. Uh, but but, do, do we need to go back to the classic episode of all time where we discuss scandal and why so many black women love that show? And in the last hour, we read from Ezekiel 23 about what God himself says will be the punishment for women who reminisce about their whorish ways. Remember that show, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. She
0: she's reminiscing uh, and, and and lusting and yearning for a man to 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 have sex with her and and and, and allow him to make her a hoe. And she she's thinking about all this and is like, damn, I love my life. Don't make me Google Ezekiel 23 right now and read to you exactly what Jesus Christ himself says about whorish behavior, specifically women who exhibit whorish behavior and reminisce about their whorish ways and how they will be punished. Matter of fact, I don't even have time to do that, but y'all do it on your own. Google Ezekiel 23 right now and read about, the hoes in the Bible, the first two hoes, a hola, a hola and Aholiba, from Ezekiel 23, and how God punished both of them because they were hoes who exhibited hoish behavior, and and, and reminisced about their hoish ways and their sexual exploits. The same way K Michelle is doing right here in this song. <clears throat> you see how all this stuff, this stuff comes right back to a to a biblical perspective.
1: Mhm. It always does. It always does. But you know what? Kay Michelle, she's not fooling anybody. As we see her, you know, portrayed on the show, she really is hurting. She's going through it.
0: Right. Well, but but here's the thing. Oh man, this. That, man, now, see, here's the funny thing. I think there's there's a national consensus. Okay. Because I'm I'm about to do it. I'm a, I, I'm gonna do it before the show is over. I'm gonna tell you what I'm about to do. It's gonna piss a lot of people off. A lot of people off what I'm about to do. K. Michelle, in this next verse, she says, Oh, she says, tonight just I want sex that don't mean a thing. Oh, just come and do what it is that I asked you to. Nothing more, nothing less. Just make me feel good. Because I just want to F and not fall in love. I'm over all the pain that love can bring. Tonight I want sex that don't mean a thing. But let's back it up a little bit. Let's go back just a quick second to where she says, come and do what it is that I asked you to, nothing more, nothing less. Now, <clears throat> I'm thinking about that. I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds kind of familiar. Where is that? What? Who said something similar to that, Courtney? Beyonce. Hm. Mm. Oh yeah. Ding 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 yeah. ding. Yeah. Like Winner.
2: Yeah. Huh.
0: Where did that? What, what, why does that sound so familiar? Huh? Let's just mm-hmm. Google real quick. And this is all right here off the top. Just Google as we, as we uh, as we're talking. Let's just scroll through and see where exactly it, it comes into play. I buy my own diamonds. I buy my own rings. Uh, only re- oh, here we go. Here, ah, here we go, founder. Doing the carriage patch right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I buy my own diamonds. This is Beyonce talking. All right? Tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds, and I buy my own rings. I only ring your cell when mm-hmm. I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave, you dirty whore. Mm-hmm. oh, ho oh, oh, ho but hold on. Here, K. Michelle says, oh, just come and do what it is I asked you to do. Nothing more, nothing less. Just make me feel good. Beyonce says, I buy my own diamonds, I buy my own rings. I only ring your cell when I'm feeling lonely. But when it's all over, I'm assuming referring about sex. When the sex is over, please get up and leave. Wait a minute. So Ms. K Michelle has a song saying, "I just want to f. That's all I want. I don't want nothing less, nothing more. But she's a hoe, right? K Michelle's a hoe because she just wants to have sex. But When Beyonce was her age, she had a song saying, I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. I only ring your cell when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all done, please get up and leave. Somebody please tell me how K. Michelle is a whore, but Beyonce's not a whore. Why is that? How somebody tell me the difference. What's the difference?
1: That's crazy because they're both whores to me in my eyes. Beyonce is more commercially successful.
0: Amazing, amazing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves Beyonce. K. Michelle's crazy. K. Michelle's a hoe. Everybody hates this new song. Everybody's talking about it, jumping down her throat like this. is like, oh, my gosh. But this is who, Michelle Obama, <laughs> the president of the United States wife, says that Beyonce is the ultimate example of a strong black woman. Barack Obama himself, good old Barry Sotero, says that <laughs> there is... He, he said that I cannot think of a better role model for my two daughters than Beyoncé. Beyoncé and and, and and Freak... I mean, uh, Obama, Michelle and Barack, they they sit around and probably fantasize about Beyoncé. Man, I wouldn't be surprised if they got some crazy stuff going on. You know what I mean? The way they... they, they, they Straddle themselves from her sack You know what I'm saying is sickening It's disgusting You know to, to see an actual whore Who has the same exact lyrics As K. Michelle But saying that she's the ultimate strong black woman That is a mockery. That is a perversion That is a direct insult To the beautiful, strong, respectable women of the world Who actually take pride in their bodies Respect their selves Have a high level of self esteem Work hard to be virtuous women of God And to live their lives with the, the principles of, of, of Jesus Christ How the heck is Barack Obama a Christian But calls Beyonce the, the best possible example for his daughters When she says things like Only ring your cell when I'm feeling lonely When it's all done Please get up and leave That's what whores do that's You go down to the boulevard right now, you pay a woman 100 bucks to come over, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and you know, have sex with you. You, you, you pay them your money. There ain't no cuddling. Ain't no spending time. You get up and leave. That's how you treat a whore. Why would Beyonce want to be treated like a whore? Why would K. Michelle want to be treated like a whore, Courtney?
1: Because they are whores. Because
0: they are whores. But yet, let me update my status right now and say Beyonce's a whore. Everybody would go crazy. But he they're not listening the to War. the show to hear the own words from her mouth. Let's get off Beyonce, man. This is crazy, man. People are speechless right now. The cycles are silent. The people listening at home with the block numbers listening with their disguises on, acting like they're watching the rerun of Scandal, knowing damn well they're listening to the Date on October show. They be fronting, man. These ratings are crazy. We've tripled our ratings in the last three three months. And people acting like, oh, no, I ain't listening to that. Oh, no. no, yes, you are. You see these posts. You click those links. And it's, I'm telling you, it's Okay. It's okay to want to change your lives. It's okay to not want to be a whore. If I'm describing you, if you've had that mentality, you don't have to have it anymore. It's okay to call 855 55 It's okay to email Courtney at TRC. You don't have to be a hoe. It's okay to want love. It's okay to say, yes, yeah, stay on. I cry myself to sleep at night. I don't want to cry anymore. You know how many freaking clients I have, Courtney? How many? I mean, I mean 100. <laughs>
1: Hundreds, hundreds yeah. of
0: clients. I mean, well, yeah. don't even, I'm not even. I'm, it's not for me. It's not about the money. Although this is a business, you know, I don't even want to talk about how much money I make, how many clients I have, how many lives are changed, how many letters of testimonies that we'll read a couple tonight. But that's what I'm saying. You guys can get in on that as well. You don't have to be miserable. You don't have to be listening to the Day Don Intolerant Show on a Saturday night. I mean, I, I, you know, this is fun. This is great. We're having a good time. But, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I don't think, I think if anyone would have a choice, you know, they would choose to be cuddled up watching a movie, you know, at this point. You know, I mean, let's, that's just what it is. So I sell that to say, you know, don't just hear this information. Do something about it. Eight five five fifty five 55 day don or daydon at com. You know, if you want a female perspective, Courtney at TRCToday.com. dot com, and we can get it on and popping. Since we're talking about hoes, Courtney, do you watch the game?
1: Uh, like, if nothing else is on, and I don't have anything else better to do, I may catch a little bit of it. But I'm familiar with what's going on as far as Tasha Mack.
0: Oh, good. You all oh, see, so you already knew where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I already knew where I was going, man.
1: <laughs> you Yo. a, little, a little riled up. <laughs>
0: that's it, man. I'm all, that's, nah, that ship is sailed. I've been riled up,
2: <laughs> man. It was, like,
0: I started tonight's show-off hype, man. It's two hours straight, no commercials, no nothing, man. We go just nonstop. Here's the thing. A couple of years ago, we, we did a show on the game. I mean, yeah, we did a show on the game. Dissect, you know how we do those shows. If you missed it, check it out. You know, it was like the, I think the I don't know what season, maybe second or third season we did a, a classic show where we talked a lot about Melanie, uh, the dynamic between Melanie and Derwin. Uh, we talked about Tasha Mack. We talked about really all the characters. And uh, it was a, it was an excellent show because it really showed uh, just exactly what whorish behavior was or is. And uh, Melanie, don't get it twisted, you know, the epitome of a whore. I mean when she was going through her stuff with Derwin, you know, just like many women, they get their hearts broken when she found out that he cheated or whatever with the chick, she be she went out they broke up, she went out and became a whore. You know, that what McSteamy? She started McHidey. having sex McHite, right. McHite, that's what it was. Stole the you know, term from Gray's Anatomy or whatever. At yeah. her own little she became a hoe. Getting smashed off in the uh the, the doctor's office or whatever. I mean that's that's ho-ish behavior, that's slutty behavior. And then Derwin's crazy, you know, self took her took her back, wiped her up after I mean, that's that's a whole that's something for Barbershop. Actually we've already talked about it on Barbershop. You know, we there was a question that came up one time of, you know, fellas, if you are in a relationship, you know, whatever happens, you and your girlfriend break up, you and your wife break up, whatever it is. You know, and you go out and do whatever you do. She goes out and does whatever she does with, you know, with other men. Would you take her back? You know, regardless, even if it was something that the breakup was your fault, would you forgive her? Would you take her back? And the overall consensus was absolutely not. You know, a lot of women don't understand. There is no forgiveness for whores. There is no forgiveness for whores' behavior. A lot of women think that it's okay. I said, oh, what do you mean, Dana? Well, that doesn't That doesn't sound biblical. See, but guess what? It's not about being biblical. It's about being real, and it's about being honest. Everybody, When it comes to sin, everybody expects men to have the, the, the patience and the level of forgiveness and the, the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. In a perfect world, that would be the case. But guess what? This is not a perfect world. If you cheat, ladies, you are done. There is no, There can be forgiveness, but there is no relationship. Okay? Any man who would take a cheater back, is, is, you know, I lose respect for that man. No respect for them whatsoever. You exhibit whorish behavior, it's a wrap. A lot of women say, well, what about the women? Then why, do they, why do so many women take them back? Because of low self-esteem. You know, when you view yourself to be the best woman, you don't need to take back a cheater. Why would you do that? There's no need to. Not all men cheat. Now, if you choose to, that's what you choose to do. But I'm just saying, don't expect a man to do the same thing for you. Just saying, ladies. you get, you get You don't have to like it. You know that you can say that's hypocritical. You can say it's not fair. I'm just telling you it is what it is. You're not getting taken back, not by anybody who has any self-respect or self-esteem. You know it's, that's crazy. This ain't no Derwin Davis ding dong. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I, I watched the show. Yeah, somebody
1: watches the show. <laughs> oh yeah, I
0: watched the show. Well, I mm-hmm. I'll say this. I used to watch the show. Mm-hmm. We used to watch, We used to watch it like in the beginning, like. But, like, it's it, we we still, we got, like, the last five episodes on DVR. We just, we'll be bored. We'll be trying to find something to watch. We'll be, like, avoiding it like the play. Like, oh, let's not watch that. We'll watch everything but the game just to, you know what I mean? Shoot, we got Let's Stay Together on it. We avoid those shows. Like, you know, might wants to watch that. I mean, it's just, it's it's falling off. They need to just cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Tasha Mack, though. You see how she's out here cheating with, with with with, with uh, Rick Fox. With Rick Fox.
1: Mhm, I caught that one. Mm-hmm.
2: How
0: is she? I think like that's what we did. We we didn't even watch like, I think we didn't we didn't watch it on DVR. We just like it was on, and we just happened mm-hmm. to watch that episode without watching too. the other. And I'm just like, yo, this dude is back. She she's cheat claims to be in love claim that she leave her whorish ways in the past 'cause you know, and I was actually proud of her. I was like, okay, cool. You know, she, she it was a whore. But, you know, anybody can change and you know, and hopefully find love. I mean she didn't give her life to Jesus Christ, which is what's required to truly change. But, you know, for the sake of television, I was like, all right, well she changed but now she's she's on the phone on Skype with her mm-hmm. Freaking boyfriend mm-hmm. And got Rick Fox in the bed with her
2: mm-hmm. I
0: mean would it be, is, there, is there any More of a horror thing you could do?
1: No Like that was really bad I And I wasn't even expecting that When I was um, watching it Like I'm thinking the same thing as you I'm thinking okay she has this great relationship with Pookie It's going to be great Blah 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 conversation's over, I didn't expect, you know, when she got up that Rick Fox to be like behind her, like hiding under the covers. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like really listen,
0: it would be literally impossible to to portray on television more of a hor like I mean, funny thing is, Tyler Perry's movie Temptation and Tasha Mack's character on the game are probably the worst portrayals Of black women In the history of television and movie I mean I can't think of anything worse than that Like I've seen a lot of movies I've seen a lot of television And black women There's never been a worse portrayal of black women You know Other than Tasha Mack's character on the game I mean we've reached like an all new low You know what I mean I mean, We've gone from like the Fresh Prince To, to you know Uh I mean, there used to be, like, Parenthood, the Cosby Show, Different World. I mean, all types of really just great shows that showed us in, in a really positive light. And now we go from that to this, to basketball-wise, to, I mean, like, that's like... and I I mean, I wouldn't even put basketball, because that actually is real. See, these reality shows are actually real. Those they're, they're dealing with real emotions. I'm talking about these sitcoms. These people are doing this on purpose. They are purposely portraying black women as whores. you got to have sunk to a, a, an all-time low to do that. You know, that's like for no reason. Like, let's just, like, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. You're, you, you know, you got people who are, you know, acting a fool or in reality in front of a camera. All right, but, but when you, like, sit down in front of a, 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 get a pen and paper out, and you write a script, and you know you're purposely going to, Try to make a mockery of of black women. I mean, and black people eat it up. That's like one of the most successful sitcoms, you know, on on, on uh, network television within the black community. So, it's really uh, it's really sad out here. So, in fact, I mean, black women should be mad about this. I mean, people have their people are psychos. They um, remember years ago, Nelly's sister had uh was struggling with sickle cell you know had a deadly disease and Nelly was doing this national tour trying to raise money for his his dying sister doing con- uh concerts and he wanted to go down to Morgan I mean excuse me Morehouse and Spellman and do some concerts down there he goes down to Spellman or he had to cancel the concert at Spellman specifically to raise money for sickle cell they protested and ultimately canceled the concert because that was around the time he did the tip drill video that was portraying black women in a negative light. Now, that's that's funny to me. That's real funny. They will protest Nelly, a, a rapper who is trying to raise money for his dying sister and to raise awareness and money for sickle cell anemia. That's a problem. But black women will love love loving hip-hop, they will love the game, and they will love Beyonce, they will love Nicki Minaj, and these are all whores. That's no problem. That's accepted. That's popular. But Nelly's a problem because he made one music video, and he can't raise money for his dying sister? Yeah,
2: that's crazy. Yo,
0: man, let me just tell you all something real quick, man. The black community is real, real effed up. I mean, I'm, I'm Bill Cosby had the balls to say it, and I respect him for that. There's very few people, select people who, who are not afraid to actually speak out and stop acting like everything is cool. The black community is really, really jacked up, man. Black women are jacked up. Black men are jacked up. Black kids are jacked up. Black schools are jacked up. Black television is jacked up. Black music is jacked up. The black community is jacked up. And I don't even want to say jacked up, but I'm just going to say jacked up. But it's really messed up out here. And you guys know it, and I know it. You know what I'm saying? These black people out here are reading at a sixth grade level, the vast majority of them. And yeah, I mean, it's like people choose to focus on the positive. And, yes, there are positives. But on a, there's more negative than there is positive. You know it, and I know it. We can try to front like it's positive if we want to, but it's a hot mess. Okay? You know, kids out here, you can't even go into these neighborhoods without carrying a gun, without, you know, fearing for your life or having to, you can't even be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 this is a, a crazy thing, man. And this is, a, this is a real story. Yesterday, yesterday, no, no, it was, yeah, yesterday, uh, my wife and I, you we know, we've been trying to get my daughter into some uh, some swim lessons. I want to introduce her to swimming. I'm a good swimmer. You know, my, my, my mom swims. My mom said, look, you guys sign her up for some swim lessons. I'll take her to the swim lessons. You know, that'll be something we can do together. Like, you know what I'm saying, they can just kind of bond or whatever, do swimming. My mom loves to swim. So we said, all right, we're going to try to check out the why. We call up the why in the, uh, you know, if you guys aren't from Philly, it's like, the you know, the suburbs, basically. The, the, the white one. You, I mean, let's you guys know what it is. It's the good one. The good one. The one not in the ghetto. You know, the, the bougie one. You know, because the facility is nice, the people are nice, and that's where we wanted to go. So we call up the good one. A couple of the good ones, they're book solid. You know what I'm saying? Waiting list. Like, oh, man, we're trying to go on Saturday mornings. They're like, look, there's no Saturday mornings. But maybe you could go on like a Wednesday at like ten o'clock. We're like, all right, whatever. i my stuff. We really want to go on Saturday morning, so I could go. My wife can go. Uh, other weekends, my mom can go, and things like that. Long story short, they said they're booked. We call this one in in Germantown. If you're not from Philly, Germantown is not the best neighborhood. So we go there. They said we got one slot available
2: <clears throat>
0: on uh, Saturday mornings. I'm like, man, I don't want to go to Germantown. I don't want her at Germantown. But we really want to, you know, uh, get her into the swim lessons on like the Saturday morning. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna go down. And I called my mom, tell her, like, oh, the other ones are booked up, but we're gonna try to go to, uh, you know, when Germantown. She was like, oh. she's, I'm not going to Germantown. She's like, we're not doing that. She's like, you know, I said, well, I said, really? I said, a, I used to go there as a child. She said, yeah, it's a lot different than when you were a kid. I said, dad, yeah, I mean, I kind of knew that, but she kind of confirmed it. She's like, well, I'm not doing that. I said, you know what, let me go over there just to, because I was already on my way there to to, to sign her up, and not just to kind of scope it out. Long story short, I get over there. It's nothing but niggas. It's damn crackheads on the sidewalk, drug dealers posted up. You know, the actual facility was cool, but who wants to be around all that? What, my daughter around that? I don't have to take my gun into the swim lessons. Who knows what's gonna be going on outside? I'm not you know what I'm saying. Why do I gotta do that over in Germantown, but I can be all it can be cool going up to the white area. Why is there such a discrepancy? Not the facility people say well, that's where the money it's not about the money. <clears throat> it's about the people. It's poor white people, it's poor Asian people, it's poor Vietnamese people, but you guys know, and I know that ain't it ain't the same. As these niggas up in the ghetto. It's ghettos in other places. It's other people on welfare. But it's not quite the same. Is it in the worst part of Chicago or the worst part mm. of Philly? Is it, Courtney?
1: No. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. We
0: are different. We are messed up. And I'm so sick of people acting like we're not messed up as a people. And now, trust me, I'm in the black community. I work with 10 women every single day. I work with young black men every single day. So trust me, I'm a part of the the solution. I'm trying to be the solution. This show is part of the solution and has been. But be that as it may, that being said, the black community is still a hot-ass mess. And there's not a person out there who can disagree with me. And I'm just saying, do your part to try to fix it and stop living, acting like 99.9% of black men out here aren't drug dealers. And 99.9% of black women aren't hoes out here, sliding down a stripper pole, you know, gold diggers. That 1% are great black women like yourself, Courtney, married women spiritual women, virtuous women, but everyone knows those women are the minority. And I'm preaching to the choir right now. I know that. You guys, I appreciate you all for listening. You guys in the group, you guys on Facebook who follow me. most. I see the scriptures. I see the classiness. I appreciate you, and I'm not talking to you. But if you look around you, you look outside of what we're talking about right now, it's a hot mess out here, and we need to do something about it. You just look out look at the rest of Facebook. Look at your friends list. You know what I'm saying? Look at the men, look at the women, and it's 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 crazy. It's ain't you know, it's not one or the other, it's just black people. So people and the people can be mad at me. <clears throat> you can be mad at me all you want, but then drive to the worst neighborhood and your in your community and you tell me if if, if I'm not saying the you know true things. I got pulled over the other freaking day for no reason by a black cop, a racist black cop. No reason. I said, and I looked this dude in his face, and I saw we made eye contact, and he was hating on me because I'm in a nice car, had on a sweatsuit, chilling, had my music playing, tinted windows, chilling. Pull up this dude. I'm like, oh my god. And it was after I'm coming from Germantown with my daughter in the back seat. I let this dude pulls me over. And this was yesterday, this was Friday. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what's what's up, officer? I said, What was I speeding? That's exactly what I said. I said, What I was speeding, knowing darn well I was not speeding. He's like, No, you weren't speeding. I said, Well, what did I do, officer? He said, License and registration. I said, oh, okay, you want to be one of those? You got to add it. You're not even gonna tell me what I did. So I give him my stuff. He lets me sit there for about 15 minutes. Comes back and tells me the little the little sticker isn't on my my license plate. You know what sticker I'm talking about? Do y'all have those stickers, Courtney?
1: Yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat>
0: the little sticker that, that that nobody has on their plate. Nobody puts those on there. Nobody puts that crap on it. So this guy pulls me over for no reason. Long, long story short, he lets me go only because his white partner came over. But I could tell he had hate in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? I was extra, you know what I'm saying? Nice. You know, say we're just like, all right, whatever, we'll let him go. But that's what I'm saying, man. That's t- that's. T- I've never had a problem with a white guy. Not saying it doesn't happen. But I'm just saying I'm speaking my personal experiences. We are messed up as a people. Any thoughts on that, Courtney? Before we keep it moving, I want to talk about Dmx.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's And it's a shame that we attacked each other. You would think that just historically, you know, all that we've been through as a race, that we wouldn't be the ones to stick together and have each other's backs. But unfortunately, it's not like that. It's like we're making it worse for ourselves. You know, we're still on drugs. We're still in gangs. We're still, you know, it's just... Just all that stuff that's going on, and it's it's just crazy. I wish that you know it, it would be, it would be better for us, but that's just how it is. And I agree with everything you said, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You also played me in the group too. I said, said I coughed up a lung. I just saw that
2: <laughs> y'all got jokes.
0: I'm over here dying, man. I'm still you getting over these allergies. You were struggling for a second. Let mm. me drink this water so I won't cough up no more lungs, man. Y'all be yo, man. Courtney, <laughs> see how she treats me, guys. I try really? to be nice. See? No. <clears throat> let's let's talk about D M X. And we going to get up out of here, man. That's the last thing we're gonna talk about, man. Get up out of here, man. Doing no midnight shows. This is cool. I lost my tennis match today. Yeah, oh, I keep sorry. it real. I'll tell y'all yeah, I c I'll tell you all yeah I tell you all when I win, I freak I was two and oh, started the season off, won my first two matches. to I was stupid though. I played Yesterday, I'm getting. I, I used to be able to play two matches in a day. I can't even play back-to-back matches now. I played yesterday. I woke up sore as crap. I'm like, oh man, so I had to play today. I'm not making no excuses. The guy just beat me. You know, he, he's straight up good, but I was sore as crap, and I got a match tomorrow. <clears throat> and so we'll see how that one goes. So it is what it is, though, man. Uh, what else, though? DMX. Did you watch the DMX? Interview. Yeah, I have it on done?
1: DVR and I watched it. Yeah.
0: What did you think about
1: it? Oh <laughs> sorry. I maybe laughter shouldn't have been my first response, but um it was I'm laughing because it was such a hot mess. It was like it was obvious that Iyanla made it all about herself. Like the whole Fix My Life show, she tends to always turn it around, even though it's supposed to be about the celebrities, it's supposed to be about helping them. She somehow, I don't know, she tends to make it about her. And I noticed that she just was not helpful. And dealing with someone like DMX, like, you can't – I mean, just period. I'm not even going to say someone like DMX. As a counselor, you have to allow people the time to talk. So who am I talking about? DMX and his son. You know, there was a scene where, um, you know, they were supposed to interact because he hadn't seen his son in a very long time. So they were supposed you know they were sitting down talking to each other and during the meeting the face to face meeting between those two she keeps interrupting like she keeps interrupting that conversation and it just messed up the whole moment and I think that they could have made more progress because what ended up happening was she interrupted so many times, DMX kind of, he went off and it just messed up everything. And um, I don't even know what the status is between him and his son, but I do know that um, it just wasn't good. And she they didn't make any progress, any headway with it because she couldn't keep her mouth shut. Um, she didn't know when to be quiet. So um, yeah, I mean that's that's my opinion of that.
0: Let me tell y'all, uh, <clears throat> I mean yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I mean that was that was a train wreck. I mean that was just like, and I had, I've heard of her. You know, I remember she had a talk show back in the day. They tried to do like a spinoff. They had her on Oprah. They tried to launch her like they launched Dr. Phil. You know, some didn't really pick up. They canceled her show. They, Her and Oprah had the falling out or whatever And now they've reconciled Now she has the show, Fix My Life I mean, I never really watched it right? Not really, but I never watched it I never even had a desire to watch it But I like DMX, I've, you know, I've followed his career So I was like, oh, and I've you know, seen his his struggles And so, you know, I, I, I knew that she was going to talk to him And try to fix his life <laughs> You know, I'm just like First, the, the, before I even watch it, from what I know about her, from what I know about Oprah, she is not a Christian. Okay? That's the first thing that needs to be said. Now, I don't, I know that there are a lot of uh, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists who do not practice from a, a biblical perspective. I get that. And any you know, but me, my advice, my counseling comes from a biblical perspective. The reality is Jesus Christ is the only person who can fix your life okay that's it that's a fact. Jesus Christ is the only person who can fix anything, like really fix it the way it needs to be fixed. Anyone who i mean now so can you can people, obviously, I help people change their lives every day. I'm not going to back. I'm going to fix your life. I'm going, to, I'm going to help you from a biblical perspective. We're going to go over the principles, God's, you know, what what he says about certain situations. Have, I mean, you guys know, if you've ever done a session with me, you already know everything comes from biblical. What you guys are hearing right now comes from a biblical perspective, okay? And so if she's coming and she doesn't even acknowledge the, the, the power of Jesus Christ. In fact, did you guys notice she made a mockery of Jesus Christ? Did you see that? What through what statement? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, like oh, yo, man. I wonder. Oh, God can't the, save you. Didn't she say that? She she made a mockery where she was talking about. Well, where where she was like where he was said, that? Okay. Oh, he was like he was like uh, what did he say? He said something like about his relationship with God, and she was like, well, where was God when you were on drugs? And I'm, I'm like, what?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: and she, like, first of all, at first she rolled her eyes. She, like, rolled her eyes and was like, ah, oh, oh, boy. And then she was like, well, hold on, let me ask you, where was God when you were snorting up, when you were getting high? Like, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. like, why would you even say that to somebody? They're, that's his faith. That's what he believes. What kind of counselor makes a mockery of what someone believes? That's crazy. To call herself a counselor. She ain't no counselor. I can tell y'all that right now. She ain't a counselor. She's an actress. I promise y'all that. I don't know what she considers what she's doing, but that ain't counseling. I've been counseling for 10 years and counseled hundreds of people. You know what I'm saying? You guys know what I do. Nobody will ever accuse me of giving bad advice. Nobody has, and nobody ever will. Nobody will ever file a lawsuit against me. DMX is talking about filing a lawsuit against her. You know what I'm saying? I've, you never catch me having a uh, uh, a confrontation like that. She tried to turn his own son against him. Did you see that at the end?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: How you going to play a son against his father? Like he gonna DMX, he go basically kick DMX out, and then go sit there and talk trash about DMX to his son, and, get, and try to get him to like talk bad about his own father.
1: That's right. crazy. Because his son you know? was actually going to like get up and hug him, but then she like blocked it, and she was like, "No, you don't have to. You don't have to hug him." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she and that's
0: that's one of the things that. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, ladies. It, it, I'm t- and I, I, I don't know of too many counselors out there, but honestly, Courtney is is the only woman counselor who I would recommend because I've seen a lot of. Because I don't generally I don't react. I don't uh, advise women to take advice from women. Period. Because women generally cannot tell you. A, a darn thing about what's going on in the mind of a man But because I've personally worked with Courtney For endless hours And you guys have no You know where she's comes Like she gets it She understands black men She understands like I Like I've taught Courtney Like I've trained her Like I know she knows what she's talking about But like most women have absolutely no idea What's going on in the minds of men And I don't care who y'all want to point to do not go to any women counselors who are single and most likely have no idea what's going on in the minds of a man because they're most likely going to point you in the wrong direction and mess up your life. I've seen it happen countless times. Half of these women out here are emotionally unavailable. Like I said, I got, and, you, and I'm saying what I'm saying, and you can quote me on that. I believe Courtney, like I said though, is a very special woman who gets it. Otherwise, I I wouldn't even I would do what I do. I've been doing what I do for 10 years. I just recently brought Courtney on because I see the blessing that she's been in the lives of multiple women. I didn't have to do that.
2: Oh, thanks for
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Y'all sh- y'all listen. Y'all should hit up Courtney right now. You're tripping if you haven't already. You should email Courtney at com because she can help you change your life. Iyanla, she that was, watch her show. I don't care if y'all watch or not. She ain't putting no money or taking money away from me, whatever. Trust me on that. Watch her show. I don't care about that. Watch it, and then you'll see. That's why I don't care about Steve Harvey. People say you hate on I don't care about Steve Harvey. Watch Family Feud. Watch watch his talk show. Buy his books. That don't, don't do nothing for me except make me look better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get some advice from Steve Harvey, and you listen to this show, and you tell me what's what. You tell me what what advice is going to help you change your life. Advice from a biblical perspective if somebody talking about 90 days. Iyanla's not even a Christian, so you know she ain't coming from a biblical perspective. People messing people's lives up. So I'm saying, look, you know, like I told you all earlier in the show, you can't talk about something if you're not familiar with it. Watch a Yonley, so you see what I'm talking about. Go see these Tyler Perry movies. Listen to this music so you understand the perspective that we're coming from. One of the first things that she said to DMX was, uh, don't you ever tell that story like that again. As soon as he came in, he <laughs> broke down.
2: You see that? <laughs>
1: It's not funny, but it was just kind of weird. It was just like, where did that come from? Why would you do that as a counselor? Why would you tell someone to hold in their emotions? that They have to get it out to get through it. That's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Courtney, you know what we say when stuff just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm.
1: It's from Satan,
2: yes.
0: It's straight from Satan. Mm -hmm. And you guys, it's two things It's either things of God or things of not God One of the major characteristics of of things from from Satan Are when they just just sound crazy They don't make sense Like it's just weird Like stuff, people doing things Or people trying to like, you know Make you do things that you know aren't right Or just people saying things that just really don't sit right in your soul In your spirit that's a, that's satan and and when you no matter how you try to justify it or rationalize it you know this is a man who's who is going through something this guy has demons literally demons that are plaguing him you know it have been for for quite some time he says that he's rapped about it you know i mean so the and she he all she asked him was like yo so what's going on in your life like why are we here today why did you reach out he he broke down like right then and there so I've 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 had sessions like that
2: mm-hmm.
0: I've done sessions like that I've done you know free you guys know everyone's first session is free I say so I do a little introduction tell a little b- a bit about myself what it is that I do and then I'll ask them. so I said so what's what's going on what's the reason for our session today. That's what I say to everyone. I've had women who literally would just break down, just like that. So I, I, this is what I do. I do eight to ten sessions every single day, and a couple on Saturday mornings. I don't do any any work on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? But th- trust me, most people end up crying. Courtney ended up crying with me. Most, I mean, just about everybody ends up in tears. So what I'm saying to you all is, that those that pain those tears that emotion that comes from having it bottled up for years and years and years and years okay and and most likely not ever really have talked to anybody to get it out so it doesn't matter how it gets out it it gets out and she said don't you ever tell that story like that again that is the worst possible advice anybody could ever give you know what I'm saying, because it needs to get out, it needs to be heard, it needs to be you know what I'm saying it's like you gotta you gotta go to the bathroom, you gotta throw up whatever it is that whatever it is gotta come out, otherwise it's gonna mess you up inside so man, i mean just just a mockery of of counseling. You know, I don't know if y'all noticed, he actually said, he, and even midway through the interview, he was like, look, not even midway, in the beginning, he was like, look, look, I appreciate your time, I'm sorry I wasted your time, but, like, I'm good. Like, I don't even want to do this anymore. She kept pushing it, like, yo, well, what do you mean? Why don't she, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to keep it going. He said, look, I don't want to F with you. Like, I don't want nothing to do. Like, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Why do you sound
1: like him? <laughs> yeah,
0: he was like, look, Let's I mean, about I, I don't want to talk. Like, that's it. I'm done. And she just kept going on and on and on trying to make it better for TV cuz that would make her look stupid. And uh-huh. so she had an attitude ever since that point. And so that's why I say like I can I don't want to be mean but like some women they they get very emotional. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you you can't be emotional like that when you are counseling somebody who's already emotional.
2: Mhm.
0: You you can't do that. You can't have an attitude. You can't have a guard up. You can't be trying to insult the people, you know? What I mean, that are coming to you for help. I bet DMX will never go to a counselor again. You know, she messaged me. Somebody asked me on, the, on my uh, on one of my pages. She said, "Well, how do you? Well, well how did Yala mess up his life?" I, I well, she asked me that this afternoon. I said, "Well, why don't you tune into the show to find out? Like, what's wrong with people, Courtney?" <laughs> Why would you ask me that on the thread for the advertisement for the show?
1: Yeah, that that didn't really make sense.
0: Boy, oh boy, I mean, I I (laughs) just don't know what's wrong with people nowadays, man. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with people. And she kept interrupting him. She kept the one time where they made progress, they connected, they bonded. And she and he was like, Look, can you just
2: shut the F up <laughs>
0: he said, He's like, Look, just, just shut up and she got mad about that, but that's what she needed to do. And remember I tell y'all all the time, some women just don't know how to shut the heck up. You know what I mean? And I'm just telling y'all, if y'all learn to just be quiet sometimes, you'll be cool. You will hear what's going on, you will see what's going on. Things will run so much smoother. Just stop talking. The best women are the women who just know how to be quiet. Am I saying we want mindless zombies, we want drones who don't ever offer an opinion? No, I'm not saying that, but there's a time and a place for everything. My wife is opinionated, but at the same time, she knows when to be quiet. You understand that, guys? Just be quiet sometimes. Listen. When men are talking about what they look for in a relationship, just listen. You see these threads going on, you don't have to debate, just listen. You see an advertisement for this show, just listen. That's it. All that debate, when your man is uh, mad at you, you don't have to get the last word. Just listen, just be quiet. Just You know what I'm saying? I understand that your father wasn't there. I understand that you don't respect him. I understand that some of these men were not worthy of submitting to. But if you're fortunate enough, if you're blessed enough to have a special man in your life, you need to learn how to be quiet and listen to him. What do you think about that, Courtney?
1: I agree. I definitely agree. Now, that's something I probably would have had a problem with before. Just having, you know, that wall up and the daddy issues. Um, submission was like a foreign concept to me. But now I can see myself doing that. Like, I know when to be quiet.
0: All right. So,
1: right. Yeah. That's it.
0: One of the things I posted the other night, I said, um, Ladies, just because a man doesn't want to settle down, uh, it doesn't mean that he's afraid of commitment. It just means that he doesn't want to settle down with you. The basis of this show, the basis of my counseling, a lot of my books and things like that, it's specifically designed to answer that question, to help you understand why he's not committing to you. Because please understand, that man will commit to someone. He will be engaged. You understand that? He will get married. And if if he didn't see you as that woman, nah, he's not afraid of commitment. He's not, you know, intimidated by your success. You know, he just doesn't. He wanted someone who maybe there wouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, power struggles. There wouldn't be arguments and nagging, and, and you know, and all that craziness. Nobody, I don't have to deal with that in my house. Deal with that crap. Who wants to spend the next 50 years, you know, sleeping on the couch? I slept on the couch for the first time in in my uh, relationship, you know, last week. Was it because I was in the doghouse? No. It's because I didn't want to get my wife and daughter sick, so I secluded myself. Understand that? I don't sleep on no couches. Understand that? All that arguing and fighting and stuff. That's that's for the birds, man. You leave that to uh, these other ghetto couples down there in the hood. If you want a successful <laughs> marriage, you better learn how to squash stuff. You better learn how to apologize. I don't care if you're right or wrong. You know? What's that song? I don't care who's right or right. Get it together. Who's saying that get it together song? What's he saying? Mm. Oh, he's wrong, right, right. Oh, damn. It's a song. It's called Get It Together. I'm about to Google that. But it's a song that says that. It's like, look, I don't care who's right. I don't care who's wrong. Let's just get it together. Is it an old song? It's like a, not old, but like maybe probably before your time. But like when I was growing up, it was uh, it was like was that Faith. Said? Who?
1: Seven
0: oh two. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's it. get it get? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Sing get it. Go it ahead, Courtney. Again. Bust it out. Bust it out. <laughs> no, no, but I know.
1: I know what you're talking about. I know that song. Not, I'm not, uh, I'm not yeah. a singer, so I'm gonna stop. But. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that
0: one. That yeah, that's the classic song. And I, for some reason, I remember those lyrics. God just put those lyrics in my head because that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And so many people they get caught up in. Who who is right? Who is wrong? It's not about that. So, real quick, you hear that stupid song? Uh, I hit it first. Ray J's new song.
1: I hit it. I hit it. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: whoa, 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 you, you know all about that. I I, I can't even remember how it went. Yeah,
1: the the hook is catchy. The song is a mess, but um, I don't know. I I do like the hook.
0: Yo, yeah, the funny
1: thing is, I like it too.
0: I called it stupid. But the reality is I actually respect him for making that song. I actually, that's like an a OG player song right there, man. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm into that because, you know, Kim Kardashian, she tries to put herself up on this pedestal. Kanye West sure puts himself up on a pedestal. So I'm kind of glad that somebody chopped both of them down the side and was like, yo, hold up. You know, I made you. I put you where you at, Kanye. That I had your girl. I mean, that's I like that, man. That's that's kind of it's kind of G right there, man. You know, and, and so uh, a lot of people are coming down on this case for that, you know, but you know, I I think that if Kanye West is man enough to, you know, talk about some Lucky I ain't had Jay drop you from the team talking about Chris Humphries, well, now Ray J made you look like a buffoon. You know, for wifing up a whore. It is what it is, man. I think we, I think we pretty much talked about everything I wanted to talk about here. I'm just looking at my notes. Can you think of anything that we might have missed out? It's been been about two weeks of of stuff that we had to get out.
1: I think we have talked about everything. We talked about the K Michelle thing. We talked about DMX. Uh, we just didn't do any questions, advice questions. But that was
0: it. Should we should we do one real quick? Should we close out with an advice question?
1: If you like, what do you have?
0: I think we should. I think we should do one. I'm gonna read one from a guy real quick. This is from. This from somebody in the group. I'm not gonna put his name out there, but if anybody saw it, is you know, you already know who it is. But this is a question that was posted in the group. He says, "Hello, everybody. I really value your opinions and what you think, and uh, that's why I uh, like this spot, referring to the group. Shout out to Daydon Tolbert." Um, uh, some I in some magical way Attract loose women Or reformed women I have no idea uh, Why I don't go out like that I'm home most of the time uh, I understand that you get what you put out But on Monday I was leaving the food bank Where I volunteered And I ran into a female That I've known for some time And she's kind of wild And was out there stripping And God knows what a few years back, she was stripping and God knows what else. That dude ain't got no periods in this whole thing. How do you, (laughs) not one period in the whole question. How do you write with no punctuation whatsoever? (laughs) Like, I'm serious. There's not one period in this whole, everything I've been reading, there's not one period. Man, he says, I've been, I was, uh, he says she was stripping and God knows what else. Uh, uh, A few years back. When we first cross paths, um seven years later we bump into each other and we go to Starbucks and we talk about what's really what's been going on with her. Uh long story short, she claims uh she messed up, not giving me a chance, blah blah blah. She's looking for a good guy, and of course I'm skeptical, but she's now into church and we know some of the same people in my church uh or in the church. So my question is, should I even continue having a conversation with this lady? Uh what is your opinion? What do you think about that? Courtney, I'll tell you my opinion from, you know, from a guy's standpoint, but just as a woman, what are your thoughts? So, on I mean,
1: this? she's a she's a stripper or she's not used to be. She used to be. Okay. Um cuz I I think I know who wrote this. Um I I think it would be in his best interest to leave her alone. Um, and just really, you know, work on himself because it, it seems like he always gets put into this category of being, you know, put in a friend zone, and just, I think women think he's too nice. So I think um, there may be, um, he may struggle with, I don't know him personally, but I don't know, he might struggle with confidence or just being, you know, being confident with who he is. And so I'm wondering if the women that he interacts with are able to pick up on that and they feel that they're able to use him. So I personally, I wouldn't even deal with her and I would just work on myself. So I can be blessed with the, you know, the woman that. If I were him, I could be blessed with the woman that God has for me.
2: Yeah, that's good
0: advice from a female standpoint. <clears throat> it, it, here's the here's the thing with me as a man. It, it, if you guys are faithful listeners, you remember uh, a specific barbershop talk a couple months ago where me, Marv, Louis, uh, James, and Steve, we all talked about this exact question. I think the show was entitled It was a barbershop talk and it was entitled uh, Back then they didn't want me Now I'm hot, they're all on me You know, women who don't appreciate a good thing And that was a classic show Because we all shared personal stories About Us And our experiences with Women who did not appreciate Us, you know, or even recognize A good man when he's right there in front of them So that's So here. In a nutshell, here's here's how it goes. There are no second chances. If you didn't appreciate me back in the day, I don't care if you never were a stripper. You know, I don't care if you are the most respectable woman in the world. If you did not see my potential and, for whatever reason, didn't acknowledge me as a great man back then, guess what? I don't want to have anything to do with you. Not then, not now, not in ten years from now. Now... You add on there the fact that she used to be a stripper, you know, that just you know, should further cement that exact point. I mean, there's no chance whatsoever. I'm just being real. I'm just being honest. Can people change? Yes, people can change. Is Daydon Tolbert marrying a former stripper? Absolutely not. I mean that's just
2: not
0: that's just not happening. That never would have happened even if I was a single is you know is a doorknob here, I mean that's just not. happening mean see the, the thing the thing with, about it with me is, and I always debate with one of my homies about this. We he always we always go back and forth because he says that's hypocritical because he knows me from back in the day. He's like, well hold up, how can you not date somebody when you, you know for doing whatever she did when you was out there doing whatever? I said, okay that's fine, but that's called a personal preference. He said, no that's being hypocritical. I said, no that's not being hypocritical. That's about Wanting a certain type of person For my future see, uh, see if I wanted someone Who was just like me That would be fine But I don't want My wife is not just like me She has not done the things That I've done See I wanted for my life Better than I was I want My wife is better than me She hasn't done the things I've done Just like I want better For my daughter I want my daughter To have a better I had a great life But that being said I want my daughter To have a better life Than I even had You know what I'm saying So it's, that's what it's about. It's just about personal preference, What, who you want to spend the rest of your life, what kind of person you want to uh, commit to. When you get hired uh, for a job or when you get interviewed for a job, they don't just want to know what what you can do for that company. They want to know what you did with other companies. They want to know what your history is like. You know, that's why they pull credit reports. It doesn't matter if your credit score is 750. They want to know what was that that happened back that made it 650 back in the day. I've seen people with good it's kind of like bankruptcy. You could go through something, but if you got a bankruptcy on your credit report, you're probably not getting anything. You know, I've person when I was a loan officer for the bank, I personally, you know, had to turn down Good people for loans and mortgages and things like that because of their past. And these were they were, they were telling me, showed me does, they showed me pay studs, They showed me that where things were paid off, things were in default, things were in collections, but they paid it off. They said, "Look, here are the receipts. We got everything paid off." I said, I, "I said, you see, we can afford this loan. We make mo- I make money. My wife makes money. We got more." I said, "I I I see you. I understand that." But unfortunately, you made some bad decisions back in the day, so we're gonna have to go ahead and deny your loan. Is that fair, Courtney?
1: No, but I mean that's I mean that's what that's what happens.
0: That's just how that's life, and I, I mean I wasn't losing my job for anybody. I mean that's what I'm saying. There's certain regulations, there's certain principles, there's certain criteria that have to be in place, and that's the same thing with men in today's society. Now. Am am I going to say that God can't fix a situation and make you a brand new creature to the point where somebody when they meet you they don't even see that past they see you for you and how the future can be? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's the whole point of God. That's the but that's that's not for me to say. You know what I'm saying? That's for God to do that in your life when the time is right. When you ask God to do something, that's for him to do. I can't say okay, the men I know, or, you know what I'm saying, they're going to want a woman who was given $5 lap dances, a woman who was given blowjobs for $50, and then all of a sudden me act like sit up here and lie to y'all and be like, that's the man he wants to be all kissing on and cuddling with on a Saturday night. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. It's very important to make good decisions because your pet, Beyonce says, don't worry about your past, live for now. Beyonce says it's okay to be a hoe, and that you should live for now. Why would anybody live for now when there is a heaven or a hell? Does that even make sense?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Well, no. Actually, the funny thing is it does make sense. It makes sense from a satanic standpoint.
1: Well, yeah. Now does yeah, point that out.
0: Right. It doesn't make sense from a biblical standpoint, but if you think about what the overall theology of satanism is based upon it makes perfect sense live for now meaning don't live for heaven i can't it it, it baffles my mind that people can't see what she really means by that statement it's almost mind-boggling that people don't see how that's a satanic uh uh slogan don't worry about your past live for now And that's why these women are out here having one-night stands. That's why people are just, you know, wiling out, having abortions, doing all types of stuff. Want to be a lesbian? Go ahead. Want to be a homosexual? You know, a gay man? Go ahead. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Just do as thou wilt. You know what I mean? Alistair Crawley says Jay-Z loves Alistair Crawley, one of the most influential members of Church of Satan in the history of, of, of the world. You know, they call he calls himself, and he's known worldwide as the most evil man ever. And Jay Z, you know, looks up to this man. Beyonce married a man who looks up to a Satanist. You know what I mean? Beyonce has satanic slogans for Pepsi. So you you guys see what I'm saying to y'all, but we get ready to wrap it up. Hopefully you guys got some entertainment tonight. Hopefully you got some knowledge tonight. What last words of wisdom do you have, Courtney?
1: Um, What I would say, um, just to the ladies, you know, these artists that are out here making these songs, Beyonce, K. Michelle, don't model after, you know, what you hear and what you see, um, especially just in in regards to the lyrics. Like, that is not what you want to do. You know, you don't want to make yourself into a whore just because you – You've been hurt and you know, have experienced heartbreak, maybe have you know, different issues. That does not mean that you should make yourself a whore, that does not solve the problem, it actually makes it worse. So my suggestion would be really just to take that time and devote it to, you know, yourself and really developing that relationship with God, just spending a lot of time with him. That will get you through the heartbreak, and that will get you through the things that you found yourself struggling with. And before you know it, it won't even be an issue anymore because God will have handled it, and he will have healed you.
2: Wow, man, <clears throat> that's that's
0: wonderful. That's wonderful, Courtney. That's great advice. One of the things I'm going to do is go ahead and uh, I want to leave you all with a scripture real quick. You know, first, before we go any further, let y'all, let you all, um, like I said, email me if you have any type of uh, concerns or you want to set up a free 30-minute emotional availability assessment, dateon at trctoday.com, or call the toll-free uh, 800 number, 855-55-DATON, set up that session, and we can uh, go ahead and you know, get that process started, the process towards emotional availability. Um, and, and get my book. If you guys haven't got the love we had yet, you're tripping. You're sitting at home on a Friday night. You're listening to the show. You need a good book to read. My book is one of the greatest novels of all time, true story of love, romance, suspense, drama, intrigue, murder, a little sex in there. It's just a classic book. Get it at Amazon.com. Check it out. Post the link on my page. I write at trctoday.com dot com as well, my website. But um, one last thing I'll leave y'all with is um, <clears throat> uh, this scripture that pertains to forgiveness. And the reality is that in John one, first John one nine, it says, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." And so, all those feelings of hurt, pain, shame, guilt, you know, denial, confusion—all of those are things of, of, of the devil. And you don't have to, um, you don't have to listen to that little voice in your head that's telling you that you shouldn't go to church tomorrow morning. You know what I mean? You shouldn't, you know, praise God. You're unworthy. You know, you're, we're all worthy because Jesus died on, our, on the cross for our sins. So think about that. I don't care who you've had sex with, what one night stands you've had, it's all able to be forgiven. And Bible Bible confirms that. So uh thank y'all for listening. I told y'all, you know, I wanted to give y'all some, some realness, some you know, a classic show. I think we did that tonight. We'll be back live, not tomorrow, probably not Monday, but we'll be back
2: live
0: for barbershop talk Tuesdays with the fellas. And we gotta put my man Marvel in the hot seat, so look out for that. And, um, but listen to a couple classic episodes Over the next couple days We'll be back And uh, I'll talk to y'all later on Peace I've
2: been out in these streets And not have learned Every girl I gave my love into Was only a substitute I've been out in these streets and not alert Even though she's in my own This ain't where my heart belongs I would never have Ooh, I'm so open and I got it back. I got to now and i will make it last She says, my baby, she can't wait to have love in the air Never been so clear So beautiful Bring your body here.